You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. And hey, hey, welcome. Hey. Hey, man. Hey, whoa, man. It's good to see you. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. Uh, yeah, come on. Hey, let's hang out. Sit down. Let's talk. Let's hang out. You know, let's just uh, Tyler and Dave and Ian playing play old games. Mm-hmm. Literally this week, courtesy of the randomizer, the incredible... Crash, it's so hard not to say crash test dummies. I know. It's very hard. Not it's to weird, say crash isn't it? Test there's, there's a story behind it. Yeah. Okay. Why it's incredible crash dummies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I feel like, is that a, like a Baron Stain, Baron Steen bear sort of thing? No, they both existed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's also a story behind the band incredible crash or just crash test dummy i'm looking forward to and why that. they picked that name because i don't know i don't it's, know that it's not super involved but you, they just you like can't the help but go down the crash test dummies uh rabbit hole yeah. when you're doing something like this i know, you know? right you got to embrace it but we'll, we'll, get, we'll, in. we'll get to that we'll get to that <laughs> before all that uh what you guys been up to I've, I've got this new thing i'm doing called watching stuff on tv oh shit dude what I know. It's a new hobby I've started doing. I'm not very good at it. Hopefully it'll catch on. But uh just been watching a bunch of TV, a bunch of movies. Um, took some notes this time just to make sure I didn't leave anything out. Of course, I mentioned last week I was watching the Orville. I finished the final season of that. There's a cricket in here. There's a cricket. Oh, a fourth host. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> the cricket that lives in the studio. <laughs> he, had, he was telling me he liked to watch the Orville. Uh, yeah, apparently, no, just, apparently he was like, dude, I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, season three I finished. Um, it, it, le- it left off on a note to where just in case they don't renew it for a new season, uh, it'll be fine. It doesn't leave you hanging. So I liked that. Um, so I ran out. I, then I caught up on She-Hulk, which is like that and um, Lower Decks I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, those current episodes, it was like only two of each. And then um, I started Harley Quinn on HBO Max, the which is fucking awesome. I've heard it's really funny. It's so funny. I had no clue it was going to be like that. It's super like bad language and violence and just it's really well written. Uh, a lot of really cool people voice the characters in this show. Kaylee Cuoco from... Um, Bazinga. Bazinga from Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. And The Flight Pretty Attendant, sure which is a great show, by the way. Uh, she voices Harley Quinn. And she doesn't have that Mr. J accent, you know, like you normally hear from Harley, but mm-hmm. uh, still good. Her delivery is so perfect. I think for I a think show all about her, you probably kind of need to get rid of that little. I could see that. <laughs> to make her listenable. I could see that being, the, being an issue over after three. <laughs> it's on three seasons now. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know. But uh, she does really good. Her timing and her delivery is really excellent. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of her work. But um, Alan Tudyk is one of the voices. Um, yes. He does Clayface. And I want to say he does the Joker as well. He's one of the other characters. I'm wanting to say it's Joker. 
Is, is Mark he? Hamill dead? No. They fucked up then. <laughs> <laughs> they did not use Mark Hamill for the Joker this time for some reason. Man, it's weird. Mark Hamill is like the Joker to me. And like, Absolutely. even though like Heath Ledger was like awesome, it's like, well, that's a really that was a really good Joker, but he's not the Joker. Mark Hamill that's has Mark more Hamill's time Joker. being the Joker than anyone. Yeah, for sure. So I just like <laughs> Conroy is just like yep. th- that's Batman. Yeah. I mean, I hear that voice and it's like, yeah, that's that's Batman. Yeah, and I didn't check on who is who does Batman. Honestly, it sounds like Diedrich Bader. If I had to guess, it's probably him. I think you're right. Is it really? I think you're right. Yeah, I, I got to look because I, 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 I see clips on TikTok all the time. That's I think wild. You're right. I I forgot to grab a couple more notes on who plays the other characters because from the Drew Carey show. Yes, <laughs> from the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, yeah, from, that guy. Uh, hey, from Peter Ar- Man. Hey, Peter Man. That's <laughs> Batman. I think that's Batman. How did he I'm, have time to do Batman? He's doing the drywall at McDonald's. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's a very busy man. I Those breast wild. exams, man. Yeah. Those breast exams. Oh, Channel Nine. Don't that look like I am? <laughs> Uh, and then the, the coolest one for me, which I just found out, uh, was Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Gus Fring in Breaking Bad, is Lex Luthor. Uh, perfect. Which is just, it, it is fucking perfect. Mm. I love it. So cool. High recommend for Harley Quinn. I watched the first episode. I, I thought really, it was good. I really was pleasantly surprised by this one. Um, moving on, uh, I actually watched yesterday, we watched Rob Zombie's Munsters movie. That's out. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched it. Man, if it um, was just like four Munsters episodes put together and you had the wool pulled over your eyes. Are you is anyone are you interested in seeing this movie? I'm not gonna say fucking anything about it. Because I mean, I don't know. Probably I, if it's good if people are like it's good, then yeah. If people are like it sucks, then no. You know, I don't know what to think about this movie. I think it could have gone in a different direction. Why don't you just let me into the movie words. theater that you saw it in, and I'll make my own, I'll make could, up my own I mind. I could probably work that out. <laughs> I could work that out. Um, I don't know. I'm still on. I'm still. I had to sleep on it, and I woke up thinking about. Yeah. I woke up and I thought, okay, monsters movie. How yeah, did I feel, dude? That doesn't seem like the kind of movie that you need to sleep on. You know what I mean? Like I don't look. Know, I was a big like, fan of the show when I was okay, a kid. Okay, okay. It was a huge so monsters. A guy. big emotional investment. In I this. love Adams okay. Family the most, but the monsters was is close to my heart. You yeah, know, they took the '50s sitcom and turned it into something with monsters, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And it was I, Fred Gwynn was amazing, and everyone that was in that show was so good, and the deadpan delivery. But it was more of a slapstick comedy thing than say like the Adams family sure. was which shot for being dark sure. you know it was a little darker comedy monsters appealed to me more as a kid and and Adams that is to did. be expected that's the way they intended it it was the monsters was a little bit more for the family show and the Adams family for mom and dad after the kids went to bed you know to have a little hee hee at their you know even though it's still pretty safe yeah. It was just a little darker, right? Well, the Munsters was always great for me when I was a kid. I loved it. I I just I don't know of how I feel about Rob Zombie's interpretation of it. I know he you could tell he loved the move, the show and he really loves the franchise if you want to call it that. But the delivery was just not I wasn't ready for it at fucking all. And it it like the way the movie starts, it's as if you're walking into the movie five minutes after it started. Like things are just already going on, and it just sort of moves at this sort of breakneck pace that, 
And then there's all this psychedelic shit going on because it's the '60s, mm. and it's just it's a it's an interpretation. You lose me at a psychedelic scene in any any movie. There's a, any movie. I hate it in Dumbo. I hate it in Beavis and Butt Into America. I hate a weird psychedelic scene. The show sort of it came out in sort of the dawn of the age of Aquarius, if you will, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of that that vibe going on. So, you know, they had a little bit of that kind of thing going on in the Monsters TV show. The difference was the Monsters was in black and white. And is this in color? This is in color. It's in color? And I was upset by That's that. That's a weird choice. I wanted I feel like. this movie to be in black and white. And that was the first thing that threw me. Yeah, that is, that's a we- I don't know why it feels it weird to me, weird. but it does. Like Adam's family wasn't in black and white, but so I mean, there will be an well, addition. It was in bl- Adam's family was like in black, black and white. white. Adam's family was in black and white. The show was. I mean, the movies. Oh, yeah, no, but at least they toned the color scheme down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's to not make bright. It, Adam's family's not bright. It's very is cold. A bright, loud. It, there's really? A, and it's it's not to say that the movie's not good in its own. I kind of, I found myself about halfway through it enjoying myself. Uh-huh. But it you had took to that long for me to adjust to it. And I found that one of the other things that was super mm. weird about this that I didn't realize I would miss, and I know this would be out of place in a movie, but the thing that I missed and didn't realize I would miss was a laugh track. There was no laugh track, <laughs> and so I'm watching the monsters not being told when to laugh, and it just threw me off. You're like, oh shit, reason. is this even funny? <laughs> now imagine, now I could see that this movie would, with a laugh track, would have been a fever dream from hell, right? I mean, that would have been super weird to have a laugh track on, on the movie. That could have been like really... Really nice and weird, though. But you see, know what I mean. I, maybe not through the two hours that it took to watch the movie. I mean, there were scenes in Natural Born Killers that had a laugh yes. track that made it very creepy yeah, for and sure. very off-putting. But it was effective. Yeah, I think it would have made the creepy off-putting thing happen in the monsters, and it wouldn't have been effective <laughs> because it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, you know, supposed uh, to be. <laughs> Sherry Moon plays um, Lily. Okay. Monster and the guy that they got to play Herman was he was really good. I can't apologies. Ray Romano. It wasn't Ray Romano. <laughs> it could have been, but it wasn't. Man, I'd be in there day one, right? man. I want to see Deborah. Um, I mean, with Lily, he, <laughs> he did good. I'm he did good. <laughs> man, I'd be there. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> but yeah, look it up. What if they just did Everyone Loves Raven, but? Like it's just, it's, it's monsters. just monsters costumes without even acknowledging, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, just not acknowledged yeah. at all. Perfect. Um, no, it was fine. It just I, I recommend anybody <laughs> I can't eat the lemon chicken. I recommend anybody interested just give it a watch and let me know. I would love to hear feedback on this. Gage hated it, but I, Gage went into. Did he it. have the same attachment to the no, monsters as no, you? No, not even close. And he expected he would hate it. Mm. After we heard some of the preliminary stuff before the movie kind of quote unquote came out, um, but it, I want everyone to watch it and give it a get as much of if you there will be a point at which you're either going to stop watching it or you're going to keep watching it. I mean, or and, fall asleep, or f- possibly fall asleep, <laughs> which also <laughs> is fine. It's a, always a strong <laughs> option C for me. <laughs> that's early, that's early for me. That's early monsters review. Um, uh, anyone that gets it wants to see it and talk to me about it, hit me up. I'm always on the Discord. So um, was it a surprise to you that it was in color? And, I think I knew it was going to be in color, but 
at the end of the day, I did. I just wanted it to be in okay. black and white. Because I was curious if maybe that was like, because that does feel like it. That, I don't think it was kept secret. I don't yeah. think it was a surprise to anyone that it was in color. But I think, I do think that part of my enjoyment may have been taken out of it because it was in color. Not man, it's it, not it, because the. I because th- I think the way they did the color was really good. It was effective, and it was very. It was well done. It was well produced, but the monsters are in black and white to me, and that's just all the way it's ever been. So that would be like it would be weird to me if someone was like, "Yo, you want to see Mister Ed in color?" Yeah. <laughs> That would be weird. I don't know what color right. Mr. Ed is. Yeah. He's gray. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, or ask me to watch Donna Reed in color or something. You know, I'm not going to want to do that. And the thing is, too, like with the Adams family. What be, Bewitched in color looks weird. Bewitched in color weird. does. I prefer you see, the black you remember and white. the switch. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Oh, yeah. And the I Darren's change. I was, try, I was trying to think, what is, what's the show I remember doing that and it being weird? I think Audrey Magini might have been black and white for like a minute. Before it went color, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Island. But see that one, it's like I prefer the color, and I think it's just because that's what I saw first. Yeah, maybe. And with like Bewitched, I know I saw the black and white version first because I think that's what Nick and Nick at Night aired. It's it's like whatever Saturday Night Live cast you think is best is the first one you saw. Yeah, (laughs) or your first Doctor from Doctor Who. And then Adam's Family. It's like I saw the movies before I ever saw a a real episode. Oh, is that right? So Mm. that being color didn't. Wasn't okay. weird for yeah. me. Well, and see, the thing too is the, the the they had to get so creative, like with the Adams family, to make it look good in black and white. The fucking living room was painted purple because right. in black and white that looked like a really nice shade of gray. Right. And right. they had all, but when you look at it, the studio and the set in color, it's this just garish, gaudy, clashing color scheme that I wouldn't have wanted to stare at for hours. Right. And I think part of that was the problem with the musters for me is it's just too much color. It was taken away from my mindset of watching the show as I remember watching it all those years ago, you know? So, you know, it it is what it is. And again, it's, it's a matter of taste, but I would love to hear anyone's feedback once that starts to sort of get out there and circulate uh, a little bit more mainstream. Um, I had one more thing I wanted to bring up about my uh, movie watching week. Uh, we, we, we've been making a habit of trying to watch as much shit on Shudder as we possibly can lately. Uh, and we stumbled across a movie the other day called All About Evil. Okay. This one is a 2010 movie starring Natasha Lyonne uh, of the American Pie and... No. American Pie and um, Orange is the New Black fame. Oh, the gravelly voice. Yeah. The smoker girl. The long hair. the power lesbian with, with the, the big hair. With the Jewish yes. accent and the Brooklyn. <laughs> and the, yeah, all that. She's she's great. Um, the, the movie is based on a woman whose father passes away and leaves her his, his old cinema. And she's trying to keep it going and everything else. And... Um, but she's really mousy, and she's actually a librarian. And one of the things that happens is her stepmom comes in and tries to get her to sign away the rights to the to the movie theater. And in a rage, she snaps and kills the stepmom. 
and the security cameras catch it all. And she accidentally, she shows these old horror movies at the cinema, and she accidentally shows the video footage from the surveillance system Oops. in front of the movie. Well, everyone thinks it's, it's fake. fake. yeah. And there are these That's now great. these shorts that she wants, to, she keeps making all these shorts, but she's actually killing people. She's making snuff make, films. Yeah. Make, she's <laughs> making snuff films and then showing it in front of the movie, and she, so she starts to develop this cult following, becomes really famous, and yeah, the rest is sort of history. Um, the movie was direct, directed by Joshua Grinnell, which you may not know who that is, but he plays, he is a cross-dresser, and he's actually in the movie, and his, his alter ego is known as Peaches Christ. <laughs> and Peaches Christ is in the movie as well. He, he's in the movie and play, uh, Cassandra sure, is that an Ernest character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Peaches Christ. Christ. Uh, Cassandra Peterson is in it, Elvira. Uh, oh, okay. Only not as Elvira. She plays okay. the lead the lead actor's mom. Okay. Not the um, stepmom. Not the stepmom. <laughs> and uh anyway, it's on Shutter. High cool. recommend again. It's one of those it's so bad it's good type of movies. Okay. And they all know, everyone in this movie knows. They're shooting for that vibe. They're shooting for this crazy, campy, you know, silly vibe. But I found myself very endeared to this one. Cool. Um, so my whole list, uh, four stars. Wisdom Sage says, check all that stuff out. But especially right now, Harley Quinn, because holy shit, I was so pleasantly surprised by well, that. I'm glad it wasn't pulled because I know like Warner Brothers is like in fucking trouble. What really? Yeah, like they're a bunch of the. They should put Rick do. out on multiverse. Oh shit! Right? <laughs> I, multiverse is gonna. For what it sounds like, multiverse is gonna carry Warner Brothers for a minute. It what might. happened? I don't know what happened. They could only produce like two more big budget films for this year, like because they had to make all these cutbacks, so they made all these cuts that ended up driving their revenue way the fuck down. So like HBO, they gutted all these cartoons from from HBO Max. Which like, caused a bunch of unsubscriptions. Like they pulled then, ones that already existed, yeah, or yeah. so they're just they're releasing the rights to them. I guess is that what's going on? I yeah, think so they have to pay for the. I don't know if they're releasing the rights or if they're just shelving it all together. But I did hear that there was a whole bunch of projects that got canceled but at it, Warner. Well, see, yeah. that's what I, that's my big question is if they're pulling stuff that's already been produced and has been out for years, or if they're just stopping production. I think it's on, stuff that was recent productions that they just stopped. Okay, but never some of them never that's, made it to because that's alarming. But that's way less alarming than we're pulling the. I don't think they're pulling stuff that they already have license to use, mm. unless it's stuff they don't own. Then, that, in which case, that'll just end up on some other platform, I'm sure. Yeah. But so I didn't. I had no idea. So they're in trouble. So I heard like, yeah, it's that. It's. I mean, bad. it makes sense. Like they're that, the only two movies they can release this year. Better be fucking gangbusters, or it's yeah. It, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not like they ha they don't have their own streaming service. It's been a real shit couple of years for movies and movie theaters. Well, HBO Max is is sort of their streaming service. But I mean, it's it. But who owns it? Warner Media. So like HBO and Warner Media, they're all one big company. Okay, I didn't. That's I didn't how know. they're like able to use HBO licensed stuff, like in multiverses, for example. They're, sure, they are Warner Brothers. I don't know the exact hierarchy here, but Warner Brothers owns HBO as part of Warner Media, so it's all one big conglomerate. Okay. So HBO will carry them for a while anyway. But see, that's what's confusing to me is, you know, I guess they're the same but different. 
they're probably like different subsidiaries of the same corporation, so mm-hmm. they can't necessarily, you know, funnel money from one into the other type of thing. You know, they're separate companies, but they're under. But they kind of can. But they kind of <laughs> sort of can. Yeah, exactly. it sounds like you know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know how all that works. Well, but. No, me. Fuck God. Obviously, I don't either. Because I'm like <laughs> a five year old asking, "How does business work, Dad?" <laughs> Pull out the dictionary, son. Let's find out. Because I don't know. So at least Charlie mm. Quinn's still there. That makes me happy. We yeah. liked the first episode, and then I broke the uh, Google TV. So we just, and then it started working again. So oh. all I did was accidentally hit a button on the remote. Those fucking things are finicky. The, des- the destroy button. Apparently, yeah. Unlock the. I put in the secret code. The suspended animation button. They put in every factory. They're like, okay, this needs to self destruct. Enter this combination of keys. Uh, what if someone does an accident? Oh, they definitely will never do that unless they hit the remote with their elbow in a weird just way. Just a little bit. Just, <laughs> Ever oh, so slightly. Like, yeah, like eight times? Nah, just once. <laughs> and then it just stopped working for days. And then I was like, I tried. Turn it off and turn it on again. Yeah, that didn't yeah. work. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to leave it unplugged for two days. Plugged it back in. That fixed it. You, just, <laughs> you remove those residual bits. <laughs> I don't know. You let the, those residual bits fade away. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but it's working a, now. We had a guy that worked for our company. This was years ago. This was 10, 11 years ago. Great guy, and he's pretty smart. But there at one point, he actually told one of our clients that – um they needed to. I think he. They. He said they needed to reboot their computer multiple times to remove residual bits. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if he was just bullshitting to make them reboot and <laughs> so, leave him yeah, alone. Yeah, sounds like somebody didn't want to talk right then, <laughs> or if he believed it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, well, it's like my glass door was blocking the, the internet that one day to my garage, so my dad was right. Just got to move that glass door. It happens. <laughs> bounces a signal right off. Right off. Can't go through glass. Yeah, Wi Fi. <laughs> it can pass through concrete, you know, brick, <laughs> glass. Glass. Mo- uh-uh. See, stay tuned when they got sucked into the satellite dish. Works the same way. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, for, but for internet. <laughs> then you become. Fuck, there was a movie I was thinking of where a guy goes in, like, becomes the internet. A lawnmower man. The, is the it Lawnmower man? I think shoes. you're right. I think it is Lawnmower man. Yeah, which Stephen King sued the studio over because it was so bad. Because they, it was so different, maybe they put his name on it without his permission oh. to sell the movie. Mm-hmm. So it was Stephen King's Lawnmower Man, and uh, yeah, he sued him because for that, and because the movie is so different yeah. than than the book. <laughs> that I think that was like, I imagine if the movie had been great, he probably would have been like. That's okay. Yeah, whatever. That's all right. I don't know how litigious he is. Probably very. Cut me a but, check. Here's my agent's number. But yeah, the movie was so bad and had his name on it without his permission. So yeah, he went after them. It was not a good movie. That we, movie sucked. We watched it <laughs> back when there was not that much to watch. That and was even one of the, then. That was one of the movies we owned on VHS. So that sorry. was like, you know, we bought in the. Did you get a tax credit? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember. I didn't probably didn't do taxes. The SNES game was bad too. Link in the show notes. It was yes. real yeah. bad. Yeah. It was real bad. Maybe, man, I don't know if it was worse than the movie or not. Yep. The movie. <laughs> the movie's super bad. It's not. And it's good and it at has aged. Just age does nothing but make it worse <laughs> because all they're doing is just like, I mean, it's just a really. It's not a good look in twenty twenty two where it's like. This is a person with mental disabilities. Let's see if we can 
fixing. Yeah, it's it's a bad movie. What have you been up to, Dave? Um, I watched Prey on on your recommendation, Yay. and I've heard many good things about it. Nikki and I watched it the other night Man. on our newly working Google TV. Yeah. Um, by the way, the other Google TV now is all fucking glitchy and shit. And it's like, man, <laughs> these fucking things. Sibling rivalry. These things. Yeah, I know, right? Pay more attention to me, Dad. That's right. What you think of Prey? I loved it. I thought it was great. But I, I was sold on the concept alone. Yeah. Like a Predator movie set in the like 1600s. Right. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's yeah, let's let's do this. I thought it was great. There were a few little things. I get hung up on stuff where it's like, I don't want to spoil anything, but maybe you could explain something to me. There's a scene where I feel like the Predator definitely should have been able to see the main character because she is literally just hiding behind a tree. It doesn't work like that, does it? Well, I mean, he has to be able to see her heat signature. Right. So, I but mean, doesn't that could have blocked it. But, like, the FBI is, like, always looking through fucking two buildings and shit when they're doing <laughs> thermal, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I would assume that the, they're they're expecting you to assume that the tree is blocking her heat signature, but you would think there'd I, be some like, you know, stink lines or something coming out yeah, from the side. I mean, that, it, yeah, and I was trust me, I tried to overlook this, but it kept <laughs> fucking bothering me. And I waited till the end of the movie, and like the credits are rolling, I look over, I was like, how did he see her through that tree? I mean, how didn't he see her through that tree? I don't know. That's it. That was my big problem. Well, if that's your one, <laughs> your one complaint about the movie, then I think I think that is high praise. Yeah, like I said, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, and you know, it's you know, I just get hung up on little little I, I get things it. like I that. I do. I pick. I point that shit out too. But at the end of the day, I try not to let it bother me too much unless it's just just one glaring omission sure. after another and then i'm like all right y'all didn't even really try did you it definitely didn't ruin the movie for me i think it i think it really only just stood out because i thought so highly of the movie itself. yeah right yeah. right because otherwise it was yeah otherwise yeah. yeah otherwise it would have been like whatever this movie sucks of course the predator can't see her <laughs> behind a tree so they miss a golden opportunity for the uh the the predator to pull out a handgun and then curve the bullet like in that one movie that and your, shoot her from behind the tree. Well, gun kata. Yeah, missed, missed it. Missed. Boy, I'm glad John Turley is not here. <laughs> I feel like that was for John. I feel yeah. like that was said for <laughs> John Turley. He, he, he hates that. Movie. I know. <laughs> what was the name of that? It was um, God. Oh JFK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll get. I'll get to it. I'll figure it but out. Yeah, well, she I'll kills like 20 people in a circle by curving the bullet so much. Yeah, and, and that's like that's like a whole thing. It's like spin thing. art. <laughs> yeah. That's like a whole thing for them. Like, until you can do that, you haven't really... You can't really, be an assassin. You haven't really got the point, can't man. be one of Morgan Freeman's loom you assassins. You curve the bullet, man. Have you, has anyone here played a Bayonetta game? I own one and two. Yeah, I think I also them. I own the first one. But I haven't played. It. She's like a gun witch, right? Maybe yeah. she could do. Oh, that. Her yeah. hair is her body armor or some you know, shit. She's like yeah. Sindel from Mortal Kombat. I mean, I've right? played her on uh, Smash. If that counts, she's in, yeah, she is in Smash. I forgot about. I was done with the game before she came out. Wow, yeah, yeah, because there was a big deal, right? About yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Bayonetta, Ryu, and somebody else came out at the same time. I know Joker from Persona Five's in it now. I'll yeah. watch them play some. 
I mean, I need to. I would wouldn't mind playing some of those DLC characters, but I I didn't even Sephiroth came out right. Yeah, yeah. I know Cloud yeah. did, yeah, yeah. but yeah, Not I didn't even Sephiroth. I didn't even play as Sephiroth. So, I mean, relatively right. Re- relatively, it makes recent. me feel old because yeah. yeah, thinking about how old that game is, and, and I know that they served, you know, they serviced that game, mm-hmm. they live serviced that game for quite a long time, but still, it's like fuck <laughs> time. Uh, and I also I watched um, the uh, Shang Wang uh, comedy special on Netflix. Dennis recommended that one to me, uh, which was really good. Uh, it's called Sweet and Juicy. It was produced by Ali Wong. Uh, so oh, I love Ali Wong. Yeah, I figured that might yeah. that might get your attention. It's real. It's really good because I know you're you're a fan of hers. Uh, and then I watched um, a two part documentary on the kids in the hall. Oh, sweet! Oh. I still haven't watched that. Uh, on the Prime, new season. I need to watch the new season. The new season's really good, and I please everybody watch it because yeah. first of all, it's wanna really good, it and I want another one. Yeah, real bad, and like I've, I've since I watched that documentary this week, which was all that's also on Amazon Prime. It's really good. It's called Comedy Punks, um, and I mean it's it's exceptional. Like even like when they do cuts from like they'll do a cut where like the all the the kids are talking. Uh, and then they'll end it on them saying something like, well, maybe Lauren thinks this, and then it'll cut to Lauren Michaels, and it'll be like, no, I don't think so. You know, like, they, <laughs> they do it in that <laughs> way. Where kind of a bit. Yeah, yeah. where it's almost okay. kind of like a dialogue kind of deal is happening. Yeah. And so I that's had, really, it's, it was good. I had forgotten that. We, we overlooked it for whatever reason. I was ready to watch, and then I forgot about it. So, yeah, I'm definitely, we definitely are going to watch I forgot about it until you just said that, so I really need to watch it, too. Yeah, I really want a second season or something, because after that documentary, I I watched it, I was like, man, now I'm jonesing for new Kids in the Hall. So I looked online, I was like, is there a season two confirmed? And there's, what I could find, there's not. Mm. Um, But then there was also an interview uh, with, I think it was Dave Foley, who was like, Essentially saying, hey, if they don't pick it up, we'll do something. You oh, know. Cool. So I mean, right. it's like if there's no season two, you stay tuned for something else. Right. Yeah. Kids in the hall. So, so like Trailer Park Boys, just make your website, make a three dollars subscription, just do your own shit. I'd pay so. for that. I would. I would super mm-hmm. pay for like a premium, like Kids in the Hall mm-hmm. service. Yeah. Especially if it's like three bucks a month or something. Yep. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Day one, I'd sign up for it's that. It's Trailer Park Boys. I know they were on Netflix, and apparently some shit with Netflix went real bad real fast. So yeah. they got the fuck out and just started their own thing. Well, that rem- you saying that reminds me. I, I heard some, you probably know this already, but I heard some news on the way over here that EVGA is getting out of the graphics card business. I have heard this. That um, blows my fucking mind because right? I've owned several EVGA cards. They had the Grim Reaper comic. That on Reddit, at one, where was I a good video oh. game card company? <laughs> you were the best. Yeah, yeah. for real. That's yeah. all I ever bought. Yeah, man. EVGA stuff. So yeah, I just found that out today. Yeah, and so that was kind of like it sucked, but at the same time, it was kind of like I get it. Yeah, because like I mean, that's got to be really tough for them to compete with their the manufacturer of the card selling their right, own cards. Exactly. So. Something else newsworthy happened. Uh, Adnan Syed got released. I saw that. That's like they let him go after and, twenty-two years. And the whole reason I actually started listening to podcasts was Serial. That yeah. was the first podcast I ever listened to because I never really thought it was going to be for me. 
That uh, serial was amazing. And though. just that first season. But here we are. Yeah, the rest of it was. The rest of is like, oh man, why couldn't you do that again? But you don't want to do that again. So right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's out. They like cut him loose. So, yay, yay for Adnan. It was what I mean. His his lawyer absolutely did fuck him. Like yeah, absolutely. That whole situation went down wrong. Yeah. Just everywhere, and it, especially for the victim, because I just don't think. Oh, they, yeah. Obviously, and I don't think they caught. I don't think they got. Uh, I think Jay did it, but yeah, here nor there. <laughs> and her justice is still now pending, so yeah. that sucks for her family. And I hope they can. I hope they can get justice, mm. but we'll see. What about you? How you been, Tyler? Good, just you know, work and stuff. Uh, but I saw something on TikTok. I was like, I want to do that with uh, Dave and Ian. I think that'd be fun. So okay. I've seen a uh, popular thing is. Doing a draft for like a random random thing. Okay. So uh, I think it'd be fun to do a draft. Like you know, every each of us take five, have five spots. I will roll this d four. See okay. what order what order our draft is in. Okay. Um, we're just gonna draft things. We could draft candy. I feel like we all are on equal footing with candy or uh, breakfast cereals, uh, pizza toppings. I don't know, maybe, but. I like candy. I'm good for candy. 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 Sure. All right. So I'll give everybody. Here, I'll do one through five. We'll see who gets first draw for candy. So candy, like, do we want to do sugar candy or, like, include chocolate candy as well? I think we got to include chocolate candy, too, right? Are they two different leagues? I mean, I think it'd be hard to do just a chocolate candy one. That would be kind of... I could do it, but... For for all of us for fifteen spots of Wait, chocolate candies. Yeah, that is true. I was just thinking so about five. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We could probably. Well, I think we could combine it. Or it might be funnier if we struggled to, to do fifteen <laughs> chocolate candies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we want to do chocolate. So, well, if we do candy bars that have chocolate in them. Yeah, candy bars totally count. Candy bars yeah. count. Candy bars count. Okay. Because if candy bars. Don't count. I can't draft. <laughs> all right. All right. So a draft for chocolate candy. Chocolate candy. Chocolate candy. Chocolate all right. candy. So we'll go Dave one, Ian two, me three. Okay. How's that sound? And you're going to roll for it? We'll roll. So we'll start. That's a four. Of course we rolled so a four. Roll that. <laughs> two. Ian starts. Start with Ian. The second round draft pick. Uh, Dave, you want even or odd? I'll take odd. Even. All right. So Ian, me, Dave. Okay. You get first draft pick of any chocolate candy. But you get it, you know, we can't get it. It's off the table. Then I feel like whoever uh, people put in the Discord who they think has the best draft. Okay. My first, my pick for is, hmm, I wasn't prepared. I've got I've got like the chocolate factory spinning around in my mind now. I mean, right. so even even if you don't personally care for it, then you have to think what's what's who's gonna be my best player? Number one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, there's it's hard to pin down a candy bar I'm not a fan <laughs> of. I'm gonna go with Reese's peanut butter cups. Yep, yep, that was that was mine. That's good. 
That's strong. First round draft. It is. It's a very strong. It's a pieces bunch. are still on the table, right? Absolutely. Pieces. Pieces. Are, I don't think Reese's pumpkins and trees should be on the table, but I think pieces should be pieces. on the table. Pieces. But yeah. there's no chocolate in Reese's pieces. Is it is just peanut not? butter? Is it chocolate coating it's around peanut butter? Just candy over peanut butter. There's no chocolate in Reese's pieces. There's not. Mm-mm. It's, it's like telling my me, whole life is a fruit, lie. The Fruit Loops are all the same flavor. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, not, then why are they different colors? <laughs> I, I mean, unless that's chocolate candy shell around them, but I don't think it is. I think it's just candy with with peanut butter in it. I got to get to the bottom of this right the fuck now because I'm just hey hey Siri, is there chocolate in Reese's yeah. pieces? extension of the Reese's peanut butter cups line. Yeah, we got that. They were designed to capitalize on the success of the chocolate-covered peanut butter cups, though unlike the cups, they have no chocolate. Oh! They have chocolate. I was right. Damn. Wow. Okay. Wow! Yeah, learn something new every day. <laughs> wow! <laughs> That's why E.T. could eat him, because he, he would have died if he'd ate chocolate, right? <laughs> He's a dog. He's a, really a dog, just a funny-shaped dog from another planet. Yeah. But he handles chocolate the same way oh as dogs. Okay. So wow. I feel like pieces are off the table unless we're just including all candy. But if we're saying chocolate candy, then that's... Yeah, it's got to have chocolate No, pieces in it. are off the table. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Tyler, you're next. Your pick. Uh, it's not my favorite, but I feel like I feel like I got to snatch it up because it's a strong enough player. And uh, Snickers bar. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a really strong pick. Okay. Uh, and I mean, people are going to like this, but I'm going Cadbury egg. Mm. I feel like Easter oh, time. Good. Those are, you see them everywhere. I'm a, fa- I'm a fan of Cadbury eggs. Yeah. I'm going Cadbury, Cadbury egg. I've, no, that's a good one. Not a, not a terribly big fan of Cadbury. It's, I don't feel like it's a, I don't feel like it's a crowd pleaser, but I feel like the people. It is a seasonal the, thing though, that people sort of, I mean, they're everywhere. Around Easter. It's a seasonal tradition, the yeah. Cadbury egg. For yeah. me, at least, it yeah. is. Yeah. Good pick. It's not for everybody, but who it's for, it's really, really for. for. It's really <laughs> geared right for them. Uh, my second round pick mm-hmm. is the Milky Way. Yep. Milky, yep. Milky Way is good. Way. Uh, there's just no fucking with the Milky Way. You got no... There's no chunky things, no crunchy things in it. It's smooth start to finish, soup to nuts. I love it. I'm going to go with what is absolutely my least favorite. I do not like these. Absolutely, 100%. Do not. I think they taste like vomit. Well, I'm going to take Hershey's Bar. Hershey Bar. You know, you guys... There's a reason it tastes like vomit. We talked about this. I know, and now I taste it. Now I taste it because after we had that conversation on the show, I um, had a little bit of Hershey's chocolate, and I was like, "Ah, fuck! I could taste this little vomit taste you guys are talking about." I never noticed before. That's how I. That's how I am with tasting shit because it's like I'll be eating something, and it's wild, man. It's like, it's- well, you handed me that gold rock star. What does this taste like? Pineapple, yes, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like anytime I'm—I don't know, man. Anytime I'm eating something, it's like it feels like I'm on mushrooms because <laughs> someone can just suggest what it tastes yeah. like, and it's like because Nikki does that to me. I'll be eating something, she'll be like, "Can you taste the 
oregano in it. Now I can. <laughs> oh yeah, wow, yeah, I do take. Fuck, there's too much fucking oregano in it. And then I'm like, is it really there, or did you just plant? Did you just plant that yeah. in my mind? Is it strong enough that like if you taste wine and someone's like, oh, do you get the floral notes? Yeah. That I'll still lie about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still pretend I know what yeah. the fuck that even apples. means. Apples. Yeah. yeah. It tastes like apples. Man, there's definitely some uh, daisy in this fucking. Yeah, the floral notes of just uh, a, lot of, a lot of posy in there. It's I very think. wet. Yes. <laughs> it's wet and dry. No, I get that. Dave, round two. It's me. Um, does this have to be a particular brand? Or can it be a general chocolate thing? Because uh, what what I have in my mind is a general chocolate thing. Then I'm gonna ride that. I'm gonna ride that wagon. I'm gonna stay in my seasonal chocolate, and I'm gonna say peppermint bark because because I love it. Okay. Oh. And well, it's RTHA's favorite peppermint bark. She likes bark. the the Ghirardelli bag. Yeah, chocolate. fucking oh, rules. Man. That shit's so good. I think that should cover though, like Andy's mints and stuff, like that flavor of. Okay, I mean candy. it's mint and chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is fine. I wasn't. I probably wouldn't have come to that. To come to that. So okay, peppermint, peppermint bark. bark. Peppermint my bark. number two. I mean, if we're going for powerhouses and we're going for what are, what are other people going to play, I, I'm not particularly fond of these, but I'm going to go ahead and add for my number three. And it's not that I don't like them. It's just I don't usually find an occasion to want them. Mm-hmm. It's M&M's. There's no chocolate going. Those. <laughs> <laughs> it's all vomit. Yeah, M&M's, M&M's is a good one. Yeah, M&M's is a pick for I me, mean, that's, too. That's going to be a powerhouse, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with big big category, uh, chocolate fudge. Okay, it's fudge. Okay, yeah, chocolate. That fudge. is technically candy. Doesn't like the amount of sugar or lack of something define the the, the line between candy and cake, like sugar sugar content because technically like what in. In Ireland, they classify Subway's bread as cake because of because its sugar of content. Sugar content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, I've heard that. And I believe Man, it. I hate to see like, every, like everything at McDonald's is cake. <laughs> yeah, burger cake? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah uh-huh. burger cake. <laughs> Dave, pick three. Yikes. You well, some ranch cake on your salad? Yeah. Uh, all I've crossed out all of my potential picks except for one. I don't know if I can still have it. Maybe not. Uh, I was gonna go with the Hershey's Kiss. I know you got the Hershey's Bar in there, so that might that might They're encompass two different the kiss. experiences to me. They are different. They're two experiences. different experiences. I think you're absolutely allowed. To I'll, have Hershey's I will kiss. taste the vomit in a Hershey's Bar, but not so much in a Hershey's Kiss. All right, Hershey's Kiss number three for me. I'm playing the weird game. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> I have a feeling that you guys are going to be much closer in the running than I am. Uh, uh, there's something to be said for an eclectic list, though. This is definitely an eclectic <laughs> list. This is a definitely. You you won uh, the first league of Final uh, Final Fantasy football with your eclectic league of picks. No, Odell Beckham. Uh, he won that for me. <laughs> I need the Odell Beckham of chocolate. <laughs> I'm real bad. Uh, is it my turn, round four? Yep. It's getting real hard for me, so take your time. <laughs> I've got. I think I've got my last two that I'd like. Crap. 
See, my favorite, and I'm probably cho- my favorite chocolate out. candies, I know are not popular, so I don't, I, I don't want to pick them. Yeah, I think I'm probably leaving Your something money out. Money on the oh, table. Money ball. You're right. Um, I think fourth round pick for me is going to be a Three Musketeers. That's a solid one. Still that's good. That's what, that is probably my second favorite candy bar. I like a Three Musketeers as well, but I feel like. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of Three Musketeers hate. Oh, I think it's probably not universally liked. I mean, they still make them, so apparently someone eats them. Which is, I mean, I eat them. But I love them. I like that they're like light, you know? Like I'm still getting all the same amount of sugar satisfaction. Because sometimes, you know, you work on a Milky Way and you're just like your jaw hurts from the mm. chewing and the chewing of the caramel. Yeah. And uh, sometimes caramel can be a little too much for me. But, we, you know, when you're in the market for some fluffy fucking nougat, Three, Three Musketeers, Musketeers delivers. Delivers that. Remember the commercial uh, where they tried to make the Three Musketeers look like the healthiest candy bar by making it float away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. What they're, the real, what they're really telling but you all is the sugar. <laughs> you're paying the same amount of money for a bunch of air that's yeah. inside this. It's, it's air in your chocolate. But I still love it. So that's my fourth round. Because well, They used they, to they be three the- flavors. That's why they were the Three Musketeers. Oh. That's right. It was like a Neapolitan then, yeah, sort of thing. Chocolate sold. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's just chocolate. <laughs> That's right. I'd forgotten about that. I did not ever knew that. It was a vanilla and a strawberry version. Yeah, correct. We got good, uh, we got good candy facts going on. Candy facts. <laughs> I actually remember that from that. I watched that show about the candy. Uh, this whole thing makes me... Th- there, was a, there was a show that... It was a documentary about like the biggest b- biggest businesses in America or whatever, or big history of the biggest companies in the country and yeah. the candy industry was one of the one or two of the episodes, and they were talking about the Three Musketeers, and that's where I learned that it was uh, originally in three flavors. So I'm gonna go with one that I think is it's a little more uncommon, but I don't know anybody that doesn't like them. I think you're gonna take my pick. I'm going to go with Rolo. Oh! Rolo. It was between Rolo and Milky Way for me, so you got a good one there in my opinion. Rolo is good. Rolo are hard to stop eating. They're very easy to just pop. Yep. Fuck yeah. I had one today. That's what I thought of it. Nice. That wasn't my pick, so I'm going to go ahead and jump on Kit Kat. Ooh. Uh, If you're a Japanese listener, you got to side with me. (laughs) Yep. Kit Kat's big. Fuck yeah, it is. They're coming out with all these flavors, these weird flavors of Kit Kat. Mm -hmm. They're going like, they're going straight Oreo on Kit Kat, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) How many crazy flavors can we come out with? Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. I love a Kit Kat. Kit Kat's a good candy bar. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break. Break me off a piece. That's what they should change it to. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, give me a fucking break. I think they'd get away with it. I think they'd sell just even more than they already are. Get like a really filthy comedian. Like get like a Lewis Black or something to like be their (laughs) spokesperson for Kit Kat. I thought I had a number five and then I decided on something else. And this is probably far less popular. We've recently discussed it Mm -hmm. on the show. I don't know if any of you have taken me up on the try this, but the the good old chunky, the chunky. That was one of my, the things I wasn't going to pick because I don't know how popular it was, but it's one of my favorites. I won't say what, I I won't say what my real, my first fifth place pick was until after we're done. 
But but I got to thinking about Chunky. It's the only candy bar I know of that's got a raisin in it, aside from mm. Raisinettes, which are oh, yeah. What is it? God, I love raisin. Chunky. Nuts. It's got. It's, I've never had one. It, it's a. It's a. It's like a katamari. Remember, I told you it was a. It was. Square. Oh, you told me about this. Oh, it's that one. That it's the one. square one. It's got raisins, peanuts, and chocolate. Oh, fuck! I know I said this last time you mentioned it, but I gotta try one of those. Yeah, things. you wigged about mm. the no, fact so that good. it was square. You had it. Yeah, I know. I don't like, like that at all. Really big. Like it's like four big. Is it like a cube? Squares. Almost. No, no. It's it, it's it. Well, it kind of. It's it's probably it's, it's about chunky. So it, look, it inches, looks like a cube. It's a two it's inch square with four sections that you can you can break them off. Okay. Into you know like whatever. Hey, that's Kit Kat territory. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> they break off differently, and there's no cookie. There's no cookie. All right, I'm not gonna. I've got. I'm inclined to go three others, but for some reason this just keeps going on in my head. So I'm gonna go with it, uh, just because I still see it everywhere. Some of these that I like, I only see in a Cracker Barrel, but I still see this one everywhere. But it's absolutely my dark horse number five. Reason, a Reason, Reason chocolate chew. Reason, are so good. They used to have like the cowboy commercials back in the day. It's a mm. super super chewy chocolate candy. Like it's actually hard. It's like it's like chocolate caramel surrounded in like chocolate. a Mary Jane. I don't know if it's Mary Jane. I well, maybe, but they're, they're they're hard to get going. Once they get going, they're soft, but you have to really like work. You gotta, you gotta at get it. it going. You gotta you gotta want it. That does sound like a Cracker Barrel candy. <laughs> but it's, it's, it, they're super super good. Chocolate Reason are amazing. In fact, I've got to go to the store after we're done here. I'm gonna get a bag of Chocolate Reason <laughs> on my way home. Reasons and Rolos and Chunkies. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I'm gonna get one of each, and then wonder what happened to all my money. Because get 15 different kinds of chocolate expensive. and see what we can. See. <laughs> it's for research. We have it's for the show. <laughs> we have to buy all this candy. Exactly. Dave, round five. It's back to me. Um, so I've been really struggling here for. I feel like I've got the Christmas covered with peppermint bark. I feel like I got the Easter covered with Cadbury egg. Oh. I got to cover Halloween, and I don't think it's going to be popular, but it's the nostalgic. The orange and black candies. The unnamed orange and black wax candies. The butt plug shaped candy corn. <laughs> Does Tootsie Roll count? It's not. Yeah. It's chocolate. It's, yeah. Is that really chocolate? Yeah. yeah. Or is it chocolate flavored candy? No, it's chocolate. <laughs> I'm going Tootsie Roll. I'm, Tootsie Roll counts. I'm going Absolutely. Tootsie Roll. That's a fantastic yeah. choice. That's um, yeah. I'm completing my holiday that trinity. Didn't, that didn't even cross my mind. That is well, a good one. I don't know. That's a good one. <laughs> no. It might not that have crossed your one. mind. <laughs> I think whoever picked Eminem is probably going <laughs> to run away with this. That is chocolate. Eminem strong. Tootsie Roll is chocolate candy. So yeah, all right. We've got our we've got our picks. See, I fought because I love a Goo Goo Cluster. Oh love yeah, love a Goo Goo Cluster, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I feel it's not like well known enough. Not yeah, not yeah. at all. But you could go if you like Goo Goo Cluster, you could then go Baby Ruth and probably get a baby, lot. Baby, baby Ruth, Ruth was on my list. Baby, baby Ruth, <laughs> our little Baby Ruth. <laughs> uh, so Baby Ruth is on my list, but I didn't go with it. And then I love a Zero Bar, but I don't think enough people like Zero. Homie, bars. I like a Zero Bar too. Yeah. Is that chocolate? I mean, it's white chocolate. It's white chocolate, but is white chocolate it's white chocolate. chocolate chocolate not technically? I don't know. <laughs> it is chocolate. I, I don't care for white chocolate, though. Yeah. I never have I like it. I like chocolate. it in certain circumstances. I, I like it on too. a zero. And a zero okay. bars okay. Mm-hmm. choice. 
Big uh, fan of the Zero Bar. Uh, yeah, Heath Bar was also something I thought about. I was going to joke about a Heath Bar, because that is the worst <laughs> blizzard you could possibly get. <laughs> I was going to joke about Heath Bar Heath and Butterfinger. I love Heath. Butterfinger can eat dicks. I hate Butterfinger. I don't uh, even know. Butterfinger didn't cross my mind. Whatever the hell that no. peanut it butter is. It crossed my is. mind because of Bart Simpson. <laughs> yeah. That. They they keep changing the formula of Butterfinger Fine, over, over the know. years. They've <laughs> changed it so much because it always sucks. Yo, Butterfinger BBs though, those were pretty good for a minute because mm-hmm. it, 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 it had a better anymore. But I, I agree with you because it had a better chocolate to whatever butter, it is yeah. ratio wafer to peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah. Peanut, it's like peanut brittle. It's like they tried to put peanut brittle, but they didn't quite get it right. Yeah. And then they said, ah, fuck it, we'll put chocolate on it. Well, that's why I, lo- I love a Reese's cup, but I think cup is the worst form of the Reese's. Oh, man. Because I think, one, the big cup. I think the big cup is superior. Mm. I think it has a better ratio. I think I haven't had it. pumpkins, trees, and eggs also have a better yeah. ratio than the cup. Yeah, See, pumpkins, I feel like the trees. pumpkins, trees, and eggs are. I like those, Melissa, Melissa hates I like those yeah. scalloped edges, though. I'll the eat Reese's them. Cup, I do, though. too. That's like. That's, that's, that's like a mouthfeel that I really enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy that. Tanya just bought me a bag of the Reese's mini cups. And I like those. I like the mini yeah. cups. I like that ratio a lot because That's it's, definitely it more chocolate. seems more it balanced, yeah. though, because that peanut butter's got such a distinct flavor. Mm. I think the more, yeah, a little bit more chocolate to that, and you've got the right mix. And it's easy to put the whole thing in your mouth. Which means you get to feel all of that geometry exactly. on, the, on the edges exactly. at the same time. I want to feel all the geometry in my mouth. It's a good sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's our band name. <laughs> I want to feel that non-Euclidean geometry in my mouth. Mm, please. All right. Well, thank you for indulging me, you guys. That was I that was that. fun. That was I like fun, that. Fun, fun thing to do. Yeah, I like that. That was fun. I, uh, honorable mention for me was um, chocolate wafer. I like a I like that's a, a good, I like that's a more of a cookie. Candy. She probably brings those home, doesn't she? She used to, but I love not, those too. She's she. I buy those for Jack, good. and I've gotten yeah. to like them much more. I like the vanilla ones more than the chocolate ones. Yeah, but it, the wafer's underrated. Um, I thought about I was getting I get decided this was chocolate or not, but I love these Robin's eggs because I was thinking about Easter candy. The chocolate inside of them, yeah. aren't they? I think those count. Well, the next would, next draft, but yeah. Robin's eggs, man, I can sit there and just go through a, a shitload of the, those. Because the the shell is thicker than an M M&M and M or right. anything like that, so it's gratifying yeah. to yeah, crunch. it crunches. Yep. Yeah, those then, are good. And then Toblerone, Jack likes Toblerone is Toblerone. good, but if you like Toblerone, 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 that was like uh, if we had done a six. It, yeah, look, damn. If, if I didn't want to finish the uh, the holiday trinity, then it would have been. Toblerone. Wait a minute, yeah. I have a Toblerone. question. Okay, if you like Toblerone, then why don't you like Heath? They're the same, except for the shape. I don't know. They're maybe the same thing. Well, there's not there's not as much crunch in a Toblerone. Just the little bits of that. They're tinier pieces. Of they're the, a lot tinier. Uh, of the. Um, I don't what feel like they're to- they're not toffee and or something. Is, and it, is it toffee? I also yeah. didn't say that I liked it, that I was going to pick it. <laughs> oh, because oh, nerdy oh, people gotcha, love gotcha. Toblerone. I do, I love it. Because they it. show photos of the giant fucking things on Reddit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, mean, do, I, I fucking do like love Toblerone. it, though. Man, wow. fuck. That was... I remember I was so blown away by that my aunt and uncle brought some back from vacation. I'd never seen it before. And I was like, what is this? It looks so cool. It's triangular. And I pull it out. Oh, my God. I know. Break these off. They are neat. They're yeah. neat. Yep. I they love to, neat. Man, that's 
They're neat. That one gets me. I wish I would have picked Good packaging. That. It's like really effective packaging. It gets you. It is. Gets your attention. It's yes. fun to break off. Yes. And they're easy to save because the little sleeve that it comes in. Yeah, you just yeah. wrap it up. Tear off the top. Pull out the aluminum wrapped candy, eat it. Mm-hmm. Then you smoosh it back down, yep. push it into the box, and you've got a little carrying case for your mm-hmm. Toblerone. But I don't think, back to Heath, I don't think I've ever actually had a Heath bar. I've just had two Heath blizzards that I absolutely fucking hated. So oh. I don't well, know if Because the Heath, cold makes them too hard. I don't, you're yeah, right. I mean, so I don't know if on their own, if they're a way better. I just always assumed that, that a blizzard enhances the candy that's well, in it. Because, like, for M&M blizzards... And M&M Blizzard is like fucking thousand times better than M&M's, which are already delicious as fuck. So I, by that logic, it was like, well, I mean, if I get a Heath Blizzard, I will. I will say, I was, I was thinking, I was not properly thinking of Heath. Heath is actually a piece of toffee with chocolate around it, so you you kind of bite it off and snap it off. And it is harder to chew. I was for some reason I was thinking it was chocolate with pieces of toffee in it, like Toblerone. Oh, okay. I still love a Heath bar, but I absolutely could see if you knew the if you, I could see why someone would not like Heath as opposed to liking Toblerone yeah. if that were the case. So I, like I forgot I forgot about the makeup bar, of a Heath bar until I got to thinking about it. So. I'll, I'll have to try. I'll have to try a Heath bar with. Sans Blizzard. When it's not cold, so it's a satisfying crunch. Because I've had a Heath bar that it's too cold that it makes the Heath like way too hard to eat. Then you get too much like rock hard Heath bar. Yeah, totally. Creamy ice cream. Absolutely. It's, it's like, already kind of hard to eat at room temp. Because yeah. Because it's a hard, it's essentially a hard candy wrapped in chocolate. It's like the reverse of Robin eggs almost, <laughs> except it's toffee uh, on the inside. Um, Butterf- so yeah, give it a shot. Butterfinger Blizzard also garbage. It's it's real bad. Garbage. <laughs> yeah, because I mean a Butterfinger's. I mean I don't hate a Butterfinger, but it's not a good candy bar. I'll go on the record and say, but like you make that motherfucker cold, and now it's like, oh, this is a miserable, <laughs> like a miserable. <laughs> it's not only really hard to eat, but also stuck to my teeth ah, peanut and, butter and, shards. and really cold. <laughs> it's yeah. just like a, this really cold shit stuck to my teeth. Hershey's answer to the Butterfinger, the Fifth Avenue, uh, is a good oh, I cannot think damn. of about a Fifth Avenue. Man, I, like I should have gone with 100 grand. I like or the Mr. Mr. Goodbar, thinking about that. Mr. Mr. Goodbar. I think I've ever seen a full-size Mr. Goodbar, just the Halloween size that you get in the Oh, the I, used to get, bag. I used to get the full-sized ones. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen one. Yeah, they make them. <laughs> they do, uh, yeah. Goodbar's good. Charleston Chew, you ever have one of those? I've seen them. I don't think I've ever had Chocolate one. Chocolate around like white nougat. Um, it's really good. Never had a Mars bar. I want to try Mars bar. Mars bars are, if you like almonds, that's the way I to go. I do like almonds. I like a Snickers almond. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, Mar- a Snickers almond is essentially... A Mars bar. Really? Okay. Yeah. I get behind that. It's the same kind of thing. I almost I, went Ferrio Rocher because I like n- Nutella. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I couldn't just choose jar of Nutella. That's not really a candy, but Ferrio Ferrier. Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher. Thank you. There's no chocolate in it, but I love like a payday. Those. Yeah. Paydays are really, really fucking good. Yep. I, I'm not big on peanuts. Oh, like, yeah, I you like have to be big on I peanuts. I like them, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that's too much yeah. peanut for oh, me. Oh, man, they the fucking like, I assume it's salt they dusted in. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's, man, that's it's, some good shit. They're delicious, but I get, I get like tired of eating mm. it about halfway through. Yeah. Just because it's so, I got a Reese's 
they have a there's another candy bar called a Take Five. I don't know if you've seen. I was just so about to bring that up. One. I was waiting for silence to say Take Five. Take five. <laughs> Reese's uh, Reese's peanut butter caramel pretzel pretzels and peanuts. That's the big thing. Takeaway is the pretzels. Um, and the Take Five Blizzard. I had a Take Five Blizzard recently, which was delicious. Uh, it had bits and pieces of all of those things in it, but mostly what it had in it was peanuts. So like every bite, I got like three peanuts, and I got tired of tasting peanuts. So that's kind of where I'm at with payday, you know. I get it, and I love them, but I only can maybe do about a quarter of, to a half of one before I got to give it to someone else. Like, you want the rest of this? <laughs> you know. You guys remember the S'mores bar? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? I assume it, graham cracker, chocolate, and marshmallow? Yep. I remember I saw them. Who made We them? were in college. I think Hershey's made them. Hershey's. I remember the, Jacob and I, our first apartment, I remember seeing them. I didn't buy one. I got back to the house, and I was like, man, I wish I would have got one of those. I'd like to try that. So he who shall not be named went to Walmart and stole, I swear, a hundred of those. Damn. And we just sat there and ate so <laughs> Me, him, Jacob, and Levi ate so many fucking s'mores bars. Because he just walks in, untucks his shirt, and out falls just mountains of these that should get me. That should get me on rent for a month, right? Yeah, I guess <laughs> <That's> so. <it. laughs> So would you like toast them? No, it was I like it was like a candy it. bar. Yeah, yeah I just remember. Eat them. it. Yeah. Would they have to- like? Could you could? Would they have been okay if you thrown them in the microwave for like? If you, if you, five you could have put it between, yeah, you probably could have, or put them them between graham crackers. Oh, so there was no graham. There, were, there they, was like a graham cracker base. Oh, okay. And then the marshmallow, and it's like the whole thing dipped. in Do they still exist? Or I, the, I haven't I seen one in so. a long yeah. time. Been a minute for me too. A York peppermint patty. Oh, that's a yeah. good one. Of course, that's, I think, covered also in the peppermint bark category. I don't know. I think that's a different, because I mean, peppermint I can, bark's snappy. Yeah, like I would have counted Andy's true, in that category, true, true. but I don't know about peppermint patty. Yeah. York peppermint patties are fucking awesome. And I hated them when I was a kid. I hated them so much, but now I love them. Love. I, I, I would never have chosen, but I love uh, Almond Joy and Max. Man, I was, you were in yeah. my head. Almond Joy, yeah, for real. But I wouldn't have drafted there's Almond no Joy. There's no way, no way. And I like I like Mounds too, but there's absolutely no way that Mounds would like, That's not nope. a good pick. That's a candy Would they that, make fun of it on TV? Like, what was it? Family was it Family Guy had a big thing. Like, hey, do you want a Mounds bar? Did you just ask me if I wanted a fucking Mounds bar? <laughs> yeah, they're good. No, they're not. <laughs> That's all I eat. How many have you had today? Fifteen. You eat like fifteen mounds bar a day. Yeah, I like coconut. Oh, no, I so, do too. I, I mean, eat it as a kid, but I love it now. I like coconut, and that's about the so. only place you're getting coconut in the candy bar uh, world. Mm-hmm. The the almond joy and mounds are the candy that everyone knows how to identify, but doesn't necessarily eat them. Yeah. Yep. Everyone knows it's good marketing. It is. It's it's amazing marketing. They mm-hmm. still use it. I saw fucking Almond Joy and Mounds commercial on TV the other day. Yeah. So they still got cable advertising budget. <laughs> Someone's eating them. Well, maybe they're misusing those dollars. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe they need to start a fucking TikTok account. <laughs> hey, oh God, yes. I'll do that for you, Mounds. There go you go. And I'll make it. There we go. Uh, and I'll I, do Almond Joy. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Uh, Nutrageous. Anybody eat a Nutrageous bar? Back I haven't in the had day? a Nutrageous. I've heard of those. I don't remember. Or a Whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit. You, yeah. you got me. <laughs> that was my next one was Whatchamacallit. You put that in our brains. Yeah, we, you and I were both like, let's say Whatchamacallit. Yes. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, Wonka chocolate is good. I've never had one. Uh-uh. Wonka bar. Mm-hmm. I almost said Crunch Bar, but I felt like Crunch Bar solid. Had, I had Kit Kat though. Yeah, and I feel like Kit Kat fills kind of a similar slot. Oh, I can see that. You don't get that crackle. The crackle is oh, yeah. crackle. Oh, there isn't a full size crackle either. Just the little... just the Halloween. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is good. I like some. I like the. I don't know if I would want a full size crackle bar. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. There's something about like tiny candy bar that's No, I get that. I find it funny though that you'll name like this, that, and the other of these candy bars that you like in mini form. Uh, but those are all Hershey's with that same chocolate yeah. in them. But by itself, you don't like the chocolate. Uh uh-uh, uh. I think Nestle Crunch is where that I would can go cover for up <laughs> cover up that vomit with something else. Yeah. I would go with Nestle Crunch over Crackle. But in, at the end of the day, I, despite the vomit, I still prefer Hershey chocolate. I think so, the most pronounced figure. vomit, though, is Hershey syrup. That's uh, just vomit yeah. sauce. <laughs> oh, it's oh. just vomit. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not vomit flavor. <laughs> it's colored vomit. Yum. But yes, that survival horror blood sauce. Is, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> This was fun. Uh, let's this. steal those guys' bits and do this again sometime. Okay. Because, yeah, I really enjoyed we this. We do hard yeah. candy. We can do... Oh, the, what was the other ones? The pizza toppings one was interesting, and they did that. Um, yeah, let's... I'll make a list. We'll do yeah, more. Do we'll yeah, do write need, down all the ones they've done, and we'll do them. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote all the picks, if it you was, want. Oh, perfect. Thank that was you. fun a lot, yeah. All right, you guys want to take a little break before we get into talking about the incredible Crash oh, Dummies? Yeah, oh, man. All right. Let's well, do it. Hang in there, everyone. We'll be right back. We're back. We're back. We talked about that. Uh, those incredible crash dummies. <laughs> They're so incredible. They really incredible are incredible and crashy. So I do have sort of a background with not this game, but this property at least. I was I I was hoping that you that oh, yeah. you did. It was the right time for you. Oh, it was perfect because I remember. I was in third grade living in the house I live in now. And I remember being in my kitchen on the little bitty TV that we used to keep under the cabinet there, like little white buttons. Like my, my dad would have the big TV that had the wood all around it, TV in the living room. He'd watch. And I'd sit in the kitchen and watch the little TV. Uh, I remember watching, I mean, I like the commercials and stuff anyway, but I remember watching the, the episode that the TV special of. The Incredible Crash Dummies, mm-hmm. thinking it was the best thing I'd ever seen. I'd never seen computer animation before. Right. So like it was 3D. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait for the next episode. There, aren't, there, was, there was never another episode. <laughs> was, there, was there not? <laughs> was it only, just that it special? One. I, I Are you che- sure? I checked to make really? sure. It was a, I, thought a, it, a, I thought for sure it was a, a series. A pilot that was never picked up. Really? That. Yep, That's so wild. One episode. Now, let me ask you this. Well, they squeezed a lot of fucking toy line out of that. Oh, yeah. They, a well, lot they of did. game, toys, everything. That which is one episode. Which is strange because, 
you know, LJN started off as a toy manufacturer. They're the ones that put this game out. Yeah. And I've got some facts about that, but I, I wanted to ask. So I grew up in the age of the crash test dummies mm. when they were a public safety a, announcement. Yeah, just right. public uh, announcement. Vince, Vince and Larry telling mm. you through various dad jokes and puns that put on your safety belt or you got Well, they got Ray Charles, too. <laughs> yeah. They got Ray Charles to help them out. No spin just, and skid the baby. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I was reading up on the crash test dummies, not the game, but I read up on the game, but I was reading up on the original ad campaign, which was one of the most successful ad campaigns ever to be launched, ever. Um, just you don't because... love Click It or Ticket? <laughs> they've, <laughs> right. They've said that Click It or Ticket has been more successful than you can learn a lot from a dummy, which is wild to me, because it's mm-hmm. like, Click It or Ticket, like, that's just... That's a threat. That's, that's just fear. <laughs> right. And that just proves that it's like that is... Totalitarian police state. <laughs> I mean, yep. that's just fear. <laughs> but it's like... But you're not wrong, because I know, like... I, I was reading the stats, and 20 it's, years this thing went on. Yeah, and but, like, at the very beginning of the campaign, when it started in, what, 1985? Something it, like and, that, yeah. You know, it's, but... It, no. it Like, seatbelt wearing was, like, hovering around 15%. Oh, it was yeah. like vaccines. Like, people... I remember yeah. watching a thing, like... Whenever they passed this one city, everyone's like, I guess I'm driving 30 minutes out of the way because I'm not putting on a goddamn seatbelt. Fuck no, they're not telling me what I can do. Yeah. And like, I watched like, yeah, there's like this um, news story where I was listening to people talk about wearing seatbelts. And it was, it so reminded me, it's like you could replace like seatbelts with a mask. And it was like, oh, I don't like how it feels on my neck. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It's a fucking seatbelt. So the one, it It keeps you in the car. Now listen, it I'm was fucking do it, fuck. Man, Reagan's not gonna tell me what to fucking do. Ralph Nader sucked my dick. It was a huge deal, and seatbelts weren't a big thing for my family at all. You know, we were the we were the we were sleeping in the back seat and in the sure. back of the station mm. wagon and you know, all the seatbelts were there, but we didn't use them sure. until... I came home in a basket in the back seat, not strapped into yeah. anything when I was a baby. My you know? <laughs> dad, we lived... I, I was talking about my old house earlier. We lived in an area of town that's pretty hilly, a lot of hills when I was a kid. And this was probably... I was probably 10, maybe 11, 12 years old, right in that area. And my dad was coming home from work. He worked out at the mall, at the jewelry store, uh, he was the manager for the whole chain, right? Mm-hmm. But he spent most of his time in our mall in Paducah, which is sort of their anchor store, right? He's coming home from the mall one night, going down the hill, coming towards our house, and it had been snowing. The weather was really bad. Yep. He lost control going down the hill, went into a ditch, hit a mailbox, bumped his head hard on the steering wheel. Yeah, No airbags either, by the way. That was not a thing in early 80s. And hell, it wasn't. It was 1986 before the third brake light on a car became a thing. Okay, <laughs> so we never wore seatbelts. Well, he hurt himself. He bashed his head. He had to go to the hospital. They looked at it, gave him a couple stitches in his forehead. But this was two days before he was supposed to be in the first and only TV commercial for the jewelry store he worked at. <laughs> and so they tried to cover it up with makeup, and it just you could. I remember seeing the commercial. Like first of all. Man, they shouldn't have gotten him to do that commercial. But second of all, it was just this glaring injury on his forehead from where they tried to cover it up with makeup. But our after, diamonds are so sharp. 
After that, this is so important. I'm delivering this message to you with a head injury. Yes. Is how that commercial should have opened. I, I should a, be in the hospital, I but I had to leave for these bargains. I have, I have a concussion, and I need you to buy my jewelry. Also, wear a safety belt. Uh, also, well, I taste purple. You're, you're snaking me a little bit because that's when my family religiously started well, yeah. wearing seatbelts, I mean, obviously. obviously. And, and also... You could be in a commercial at any time. That is the moment <laughs> that my dad became an old man. Because after that, for, the, for years after that, every single time one of these fucking crash test dummy commercials would come on, here we go, you could learn a lot from a dummy. And my dad would go, <laughs> like me. <laughs> that went on for like a year. Oh, it was awesome. That's funny. It was funny. So they yeah. did a good job. The dummies. They did a they good job. Yeah, they sent the message. But I'll tell you what I found out about the crash test dummies, which is really interesting. Originally, those commercials weren't supposed to be funny. Uh, the original ad campaign was going to be that they were going to be, the dummies would be hiding. <laughs> and they would like drag these dummies kicking and screaming out of their hiding places and put them in the car and then crash the car into the wall. How horrible is that? Uh, uh, that sounds like a way more fun video game than what I played. Right. <laughs> <laughs> where it's hide and no seek, where you shit. have to find no. dummies, yeah, wrestle exactly. them, Tap subdue them, <laughs> drag them to a car, put them in, and, and slam then hit them the button. The, yeah. No one cares about your life. <laughs> that was the way the ad campaign was originally going to go. And then they obviously decided, <laughs> eh, eh, maybe, maybe they should be happy much. about it. I don't think Ray Charles is going to buy into this one. <laughs> Turns out they obviously they made the right choice, uh, but uh, it was Red Fox originally. But he is, <laughs> but only only if they tortured the dummies, <laughs> then he was out. And then uh, also uh, Vince and Larry, along with various paraphernalia from. The sets of the commercials are in the Smithsonian Institute, the National Museum of American History. So I think that's pretty cool that they had that, uh, cool. that level of an impact. Yeah. You know, they were enough to be right beside American, Fonzie's jacket, exactly, <laughs> and Elvis stuff and Star Wars yeah. stuff. Right there, you yeah. go. So I've always wanted to go there. I've never been. That's so. cool. I remember. Weirdly enough, the one thing that stood out to me the most is like the uh, Imperial Guardsmen. You know, the red. Oh, the red yeah, ones. Yeah, they had those, those, were those crazy there. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I also remember um, Vince and Larry, and I remember, like, of course, Lorenzo Music being the voice of Larry, I think it is. Which is also the voice of... Peter Vankman. And... Garfield. There you go. <laughs> I found that out. I was in my notes that Gar he was Garfield. I was like, mm -hmm. man, I remember that guy's voice from oh, somewhere. Yeah. And he sounds... Garfield. You listen to, like, you all his it voice acting, obvious. and it's like... Oh, it's Garfield, but he's Peter Venkman now. If, it's, if <laughs> well, Josh Nance were a voice actor, yeah. Until Lorenzo music was replaced with fucking Dave Coulier in season three of The Real Ghostbusters. I didn't know that. Yep. I after, don't know that either. After the corporation started fucking with the show and basically ruining it, um, they replaced Lorenzo Music with Dave Coulier. I like to think Bankman. instead of that, they just held an interview where it's like, uh, we, we really need. We really need to get rid of Lorenzo music. Uh, how can we do this? Oh, I have. I have an idea. Let's get them all together. And they got everybody together who wanted to be Peter Venkman. And they were like, 
Uh, who here has um, been in a movie theater when Alanis Morissette went down on them? Oh, just just you, <laughs> just you. Just okay. you. Okay, Dave Coulier, you're in. <laughs> that, that is, <laughs> if you look under what we're looking for, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, actually, I don't know if you read the employee handbook, but it says that must and have she, been and she gone was, down. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds was too young. <laughs> And she was like 16 and you were like 29, right? Okay, perfect. Perfect. Yep, come on, I'm on board. That is actually, that's big Bankman energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I remember these, I remember the PSAs as a kid. They were huge, man. Yeah. Huge. Like, especially for like PSAs. And I mean, it's like, um, I, I don't remember the cartoon. I I, I kind of have some vague recollect, recollect, recollection that they happen. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I can do this. I promise. Uh, they did. I, they were introduced in 1985. And uh, around then, seatbelt usage was at like 14%. And then by the time they were done in the late 90s, in 1999, uh, it was at 67%. And also part of that happened because it became the law in yeah. a lot of areas around the, Yeah, I don't know. The, it was around the mid-90s it started to become law everywhere, just about everywhere. It was helmet laws and seatbelt laws that so many people were mad about. I remember, stupid, stupid. like, <laughs> similar stories what you guys were telling, but I remember being preschool age and, like, going to McDonald's with my grandmother, and she had this giant car... I don't know what it was, but I can tell you it was burgundy and it, like inside and out. Burgundy and square. Burgundy and square. And uh, my mom's was white. With like so, yeah, leather, you know, that, that leather. Vinyl yeah. interior. Yeah. And like, I remember literally, literally rolling around in the back yep. seat like, and having a great time. Mm-hmm. Just like, this is so big. Oh, fuck. I, had, just, just... I had my action figures and shit on long trips and uh-huh. I had like fucking, you know, Diorama set up with my action figures. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the dude. floorboard and yes. using the fucking seat as the stage. Yeah, the humps, the hill. Uh, I slept in the floorboard. Yeah, of course. Plenty of times. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. And then I also remember like seatbelt technology has come a long way for sure. Well, there weren't even shoulder belts right. for the longest time. And I remember being a kid and like getting into the car in like the summer. And the the all the fucking seatbelts were metal, and the, it's the, like, the metal it's just buckle like, just searing just your brand, hand, branding you. It's like picking up that Raiders of the Lost. Still got a uh, GM logo yeah. right here, burned into your into your palm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's like I guess I'm the property of GM now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the vinyl seats were also hot too. There was yeah. no good solution. Did you guys enjoy my uh, Indiana Jones reference? I that did. I made? It was a good callback. I couldn't. I couldn't have made that before last week. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yes. What you're saying is. The show's been really good for That's you. That's true. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I always, I had a, it, it always felt weird to me that like there was a toy line for crash test dummies because it felt really like, it just felt like weird commercialization of the a good message I, that never really sat right with me. It, it felt weird that there was a toy line, and it. I, the older I get, the they were cool toys, though. They were cool. They look shit. Cool. Like, like they broke apart. I, I had the because I had the dummies, and then I would play them with my Legos, and the Legos would do like a super hit, and then I could punch them all and smash them. Yeah, I do think that is really cool, and I, I'm glad that like that the toys were that were they were good. I think I might have been a little too 
old at the time yeah. to like yeah, get the toys. I definitely but, was. But like, I think that's really neat. But it always seemed weird to me that it's like that transition from like PSA to like capitalism. Cap- and, it, and it is. And it's like the, but the older I get, the more I look back and I'm like, fuck, man. I was like, everything I watched was designed around me asking my parents to buy plastic. It was. Yep. It really was. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, man, that's empty. That feels empty as fuck, dude. Yep. <laughs> but the and, dopamine that stuff created was real. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was. And the toys were made for you to, to crash and break. And it, like, I don't know. It did, like, oh, car crashes are cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know parents hated the toys because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, they were they rode into, I guess it was Tyco. Was that the line? Is that the manufacturer? I think it was Tyco. Um, and they were upset because they felt like it was glorifying car crash. Oh, that's Tyco bullshit. Was like, which is, yeah, sign. which is, I mean, <laughs> but then they also were upset about Skid the Kid. Yep. <laughs> which was a baby crash test on me. Yeah. Which, I mean, that doesn't bother me because they do have, they did have children dummies, right? Yes. Because yes. they got a test they for that. Test for car the, seats what happens shit, to the yeah. children. Yes. So why not? Those are good things. But why name it Skid? (laughs) You know why. (laughs) You know why. Baby Skid. Flesh to bone the baby. (laughs) I mean, shit, I had like, when I was a kid, I had crash-up derby cars that had like spring-loaded doors that when you would bang into them, it would flip and it looked like the car was crashed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Battle damage. Yeah, Yeah. that kind of thing's been around forever. They just, they were capitalizing on a very... Successful marketing campaign. Which is why the name changed. Because when the toys first came out, they were the uh, crash test dummies. uh, And they uh, included Larry and Vince. And then what happened was um, the TV networks, this this is how I took it. This is my own spin on it. But the way that I interpret it, he's crashed. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, you're a good posture. You're a good podcaster. <laughs> I can't even say the word. You're a good podcaster. Um, they, the networks are like, oh fuck, man, we're giving you free advertising for your toy line because they were PSAs. Yeah. So they, the networks are like, we're not running these PSAs anymore. And then the crash test dummy people were like, we're gonna change the name. And the network's like fine (laughs) (laughs) you got us this time so they changed the name to incredible crash dummies vince and larry were no longer they were removed from the line so they're 50 dollars a toy on ebay to get a a, a vince and a larry that's that doesn't seem one earlier for 67 yeah Yeah. because i mean they they're probably they're pop icons first of all and they got to be pretty rare to find one in good condition yeah 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 because I read like the first gens, like because they were designed to break apart, kids broke them the fuck apart a lot. Yep. And like in the first gens, they like hadn't really, I guess they weren't really using the most durable plastic. <laughs> so it's like a lot of those just fucking broke for realsies. <laughs> <laughs> they worked too well. Um, Mom, it's broken. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed about to. It. It's, <laughs> it's a feature, <laughs> not a bug, it's a feature. <laughs> so they were moved in the second gen in order to, I guess, get the crash test dummy PSAs back on the air. Um, they they got rid of Vince and Larry and they added Spin and the other one. I remember the other one. 
Oh. They're the main wow. characters in this Barrel video roll, game. I don't <laughs> Shit. Give me a second. I can find this. We're good podcasters, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> We're great at this. You, everyone I'm, listening, I'm you love this. I'm not mad that even when we played the game, we don't remember the name of the other Crash w- Test. One of them is Spin, though. That's one for sure. The, and the other one's name starts with S, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Speedy? Who the fuck knows? Oh, it's Slick. 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 Thank you. Okay. Slick and Spin. And what they did was... Uh, it, they just painted over <laughs> on the packaging. They painted over uh, Larry and Vince. <laughs> That's what they did. And it's just like, it's like so hilarious. It's like the lowest fucking effort. Yep. But hey, just enough, I guess. <laughs> Good enough for government. Whatever keeps the train going. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I don't know, man. I thought that was really funny and, and, and weird. And, but it makes sense. I mean, like, it feels like double dipping where you're like getting like, I don't know, you're getting some, some money from the department of transportation to put these commercials on the air, these PSAs. And then you're also being like, but this will also be great marketing for our toy line. (laughs) (laughs) Like that feels like RoboCop style, like (laughs) shitty. Yeah. What was that? That that YouTube video I watched, like the libertarian wet dream. Is what the video was called. I disagree with the message, but like the cops busting in, hands up, brought to you by Subway. (laughs) (laughs) It would uh, be Subway. (laughs) It would be. It definitely (laughs) would be. It's idiocracy. It's starting to. Yeah. They got to get Jared out. They're boys. They're boys behind bars. (laughs) You got to get them out. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Hands up, this is Subway. Oh, wait, you're watching child porn? Never mind. <laughs> bar, that's, still bar sale. That's, that, that's Bed Bath & Beyond's territory. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what company is going to be brave enough to bring back Jared? It's Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so the so they came out with a... NES game, Game Boy game, Game Gear, and Super Nintendo, and I think Amiga too. An Amiga. I think, I think this had, I think this had a some kind of PC. Yeah, it iteration. was a, it was an Amiga. Because when was I was looking up Amiga. cheat codes, one yeah. of them involved the space bar. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do that one. Yeah, it was Amiga. I did see that. Um, I'm glad you also looked up cheats because I yeah, had, dude, I had to use cheats. Oh, yeah. to get through this game. I save stated until and played it until I got tired of playing it. Which wasn't long. That didn't take long oh, yeah. for me either. Uh, I, but I, once I realized, and we'll get into the goods and bads and the uglies, of course. But mm-hmm. the uh, just, just, we'll get there. We'll get there. Mm. Let's let's go through the list so we can get to that. I do want to give a little bit of an introduction. Yeah, to yeah, the yeah. Game. Um, it released in October of 1993 for the Super Nintendo, and the reason that I include the month is because when I was playing this game, I was like. When the fuck did plot come out? Because like the way the health works in this game uh, is the way it works in plot. So I was yeah. like, did plot come out before this? Please, Lord, tell me plot came out before this because it's a better video game. Uh, I feel like. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. Plot came out. I don't think se- anybody will argue with you on that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've met some people online. <laughs> they might. I've met some real idiots. They might. On the they internet. might do it just to just to fucking troll. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> trolls. You're right. 
Uh, plot came out in the same year, in September of 1993. Just under the wire. <laughs> but I feel like, but I didn't I? It's been a long time since we did the plot episode, but I feel like that had a really long development. Yeah. D- um, story to yeah. it. So, and I feel like Incredible Crash Dummies probably didn't. No. Is, is my, is my no. guess just for playing it. You know, there were popcorn machines as enemies. Right. I know. That's in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> this was not thought through. So, really. So well. yeah, I it no, it really. I don't know. Were there popcorn? I didn't. I didn't see the pilot for the TV show. Were there? Was there a popcorn machine in it? Uh, yeah. No. Is that an Easter egg or an inside <laughs> joke that only true crack dummy fans <laughs> would really get? You wouldn't get it. It's so, uh, like Rick and Morty. If you're not on a certain level, you're not going <laughs> to get it. Fucking gate. Let's fucking ride a McDonald's dummies. for their popcorn sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, it's a really it's a reference to Rene Descartes, you know. So you probably, <laughs> I, I, it makes sense that you don't get it. The game was, uh, it was. If published. you haven't read Proust, then you're not really gonna understand <laughs> what's going on. It was published by LJN, which was mentioned previously. It was developed by Gray Matter, who also did uh, one game that we've already done an episode on. The Ren and Stimpy show, Vidiots, mm-hmm. and a handful of others that we have to look forward to, such as James Bond Jr. I saw uh, that. Bob. Bob, which I remember seeing B-O-B. plenty of ads for in comics. Yeah, that one actually kid. maybe hit a little bit. Uh, the Terminator, which I've heard is, I haven't played it. Heard it's bad. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. Wayne's World. Holy wow. shit. <laughs> yep. Wow. Uh, that one might be worse than Incredible Crash Dummies. Um, <laughs> and then Super RBI Baseball, just out of the blue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, L- I, real quick, while we're in the setup yeah. phase, LJN, uh, I've got some notes about LJN. Please. A moderately successful toy manufacturer in the 70s and 80s. Um, they purchased, they got lucky. They purchased the license for the ET toys. Uh, for $25,000 because all the other toy makers like Kenner and Mattel just didn't want to have anything to do with it. Uh, $25,000, they bought the license and ended up making $25 million on ET Toys. Um, it's which a good in, ROI. Which in 1982 <laughs> and three, yeah, that's, that's serious fucking money. Uh, it's serious money now, but even yeah. then, back then, you know, it was even more. Uh, they also released a very popular Brooke Shields doll uh, in 1982. <laughs> Wait that, a minute. <laughs> was this for children? <laughs> it's not the Blue Lagoon version. It's not, the, it's not Jared's version. <laughs> not Jared's Brooke Shields. Uh, but she, Brooke, of course, Shields. Brooke Shields was a big teen idol back in the day, obviously. Yeah. It's the she, sitcom. She had a Kathy made, Griffin version. <laughs> <laughs> they made uh, twelve million yeah. bucks on that, and then uh, they also they made twelve million dollars on the Brooke on Shields. The, Brooke doll? Shields was a big fucking deal back in She's the early eighties. Way 80s. bigger than I thought. Then oh, I mean, huge. She was huge in the seventies and eighties, like a big fucking thing. So yeah, they made twelve million bucks on her doll, and then uh, they also <laughs> produced the Thundercats toys. Oh, I didn't know which that. were a direct response to. Um, Mattel's Masters of the Universe toys. Yeah. So, and I had some Thundercats toys. So, you know, LGN had some pretty good toy licenses, and then they uh, got into video games, and that's sort of where things started not going well. Seems like a smart move, right? It It seems like you'd think, but 
quality. And, yeah. <laughs> the quality, not, you not can, typically not You can there. get away with a lot less on toy making and manufacturing than you can in video. From yeah, let's give video them the same games. budget. It's fine. Let's do it. But anyway, that's that's the brief brief history of LJN as a toy maker. Because I had some of these toys, I remember. Yeah. I had definitely had. The Do you Brooke have Shields any in the doll. toy box? To no, go to unfortunately, Patreon? none of those. None of those survived my childhood. I was, I was the stupid kid that sold all his shit. Oh yeah, in a yard. All sale. my Ninja Turtles for like a quarter oh, my each. God, sale. God, I had so many Ninja Turtles, and I think they. At one point, my mom was like, "Can we give these to? Can we give these to cousins?" And I, and I was like, "Yeah, of course." I'm too old for Ninja Turtles, and then now I'm not. All of a sudden, not too old for Ninja <laughs> Turtles yeah. again. You Benjamin Buttoned now. Yeah. Now, now I need them more than ever. Yep. I was the kid that kept his boxes. <laughs> oh wow! I had boxes. I had the actual full scale Millennium Falcon toy from the seventies, and and it. I had all those boxes and everything, and I just sold every bit of it for pennies. I would have made a fortune on that stuff. I feel like it was. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be wrong, but I feel like the boxes from the 70s and early 80s were easier to hold on to because they were just boxes. Like, I remember when I was yeah, getting there was Teenage no Mutant Ninja Turtles, it was like a plastic no. shell on yeah. the, you know, where they it's just like... The, the, the action figures did. The action figures had... The, they had the bubble, the bubble around okay, them. Okay. But the... Um, like the vehicles and stuff, yes, those came okay. in boxes. That makes sense. And like the old GI Joe toys, I had a bunch of those, and those came in boxes, and you had to assemble them, which was part of the fun, fun. for me. Putting the stickers on and all that good shit. Oh but, man, those used to stress oh, me the fuck out. Them. Putting loved, the decals on. Loved it. Man, my parents would hate because, like, man, I wanted those fucking stickers to be fucking perfect, man, and I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So I would. I remember, man, going to ask, <laughs> going to ask them, and they were just like, ooh. Fuck. Like just trying to like pass the buck to each other on who's gonna fuck up putting the sticker on. <laughs> my mother bought me my own pair of tweezers for that purpose because I fucking got the sticky stuff on her tweezers. Ah. <laughs> she went to pluck an eyebrow and like five came out. Have, <laughs> and they were sticking to the and, uh, Ian <laughs> What? Did you use my tweezers to put stickers on your shit? <laughs> Why do you look so surprised, no. Mom? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> my mom wasn't really like that, but it's kind of how it went, and so she ultimately went like and bought me a pair yeah, of my own. That's a smart route. Like, you know, here you go. Do your thing, but stay out of my shit. Uh -huh. It was a very passive-aggressive way of saying, stay the fuck out of my shit. I think that's the right way to the, handle absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I you think know. that's the right way to handle it. She did kind of yell at me for using it and get and not at least cleaning the fucking sticky stuff. I off. think I think that's fair too yeah. because it's like no, you got to absolutely you use my someone fault. else. You got to use someone else's stuff, then you got to clean it up. It right? Was it's a lesson. Absolutely irresponsible behavior on my part. It's a lesson, right? Yeah, definitely. She was in the right there. I think about that a lot. That kind of stuff, yeah. where it's like got to find that balance between like impart a lesson, impart knowledge, but like don't go too far with it. But yeah. also make it seem like it's not a huge deal, but also make sure like make, it's a big enough deal. Upon, though, right? yeah. <laughs> this is information we want you to retain. Build, build the yeah. boat in this bottle. Just for <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
The cover art. Cover art for the game. Cover art. Pretty standard. Just big old what bright would you have thought? pictures of the crash test dummies doing their thing, being crashed. I would have expected I a racing I thought it was going to be a racing simulator yeah. type yes. of thing yeah. where... If and if you wreck, you fly out of the windshield or something. See how far you can go. Way or... fucking better. Oh yeah, that would have uh, been. That would have been. Yeah, way better. Like caveman games, only with like crashing and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or various like you know, um, flinging the crash test dummy in a catapult type of thing, or yep. you know, like everything that early iPhone apps were <laughs> only you know, in a Super Nintendo game. And they may not have had the movement physics back then to do it, but it Angry still Birds Crash cool. Dummies yeah, Edition. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I knew it was going to be a platformer. I'd never seen this game before, but I just fucking knew it because they all are. They all are. So many. Uh, so yeah, not not a surprise. Kind of a disappointment. There was some. There was some crashing cars. Yeah, in it. a little bit. To the way you earn your extra point or your extra man mm-hmm. uh, is to after a boss level you go through a course that requires you really to weird jump a car over things and then ultimately if you make it to the end and crash you can you want to crash as hard as you can so you have to build momentum by jumping over all the obstacles yeah. and here's I got a real fucking sticking point with this this is similar to like why the predator didn't see the main character through the fucking tree <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> A single tree, mind you, yeah. but um, the first obstacle that you jump over, do you guys remember what it is? Gas tank. It's a fucking gas can! So I ran so of right course into I it. hit it because I was like, gas. Gas goes in car. <laughs> I don't want to stop. Gas make car fast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because yep. that's what it fucking That's does in video right. games. Yep. No, nope. not the in this first one. First thing they throw out. I yeah. did the exact same God thing. God damn it. Fucking bastards. It's fucking dumb. It's fucking <laughs> the dumb. The brick wall you have to jump? Sure. That makes sense. <laughs> Spikes. But, Spikes. Uh-huh. Old tires, even. That's, that's gas so I, did, I got every gas can thinking I needed to keep A it going. I stopped. Can. Yep. I did the same thing. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> that was definitely not a good way to start your bonus and, level. And it's gonna and it's gonna make your car slower if you hit a gas can right. in the road. Sure. As opposed to spikes in a wall. Uh if this game were a movie or a celebrity, who or what would it be? So I leaned heavily in in everything that I put together for the show tonight, I leaned in heavily to the uh fact that uh, your damage is reflected by the fact is when you mm-hmm. take a hit, you lose a leg. You take another hit, you lose another leg yes. and an arm and an arm, and then eventually you die. At some point, you are bouncing around as a torso. Um, and so the movie or celebrity that I picked uh, was Forrest Gump because <laughs> not having legs did not stop Lieutenant Dan from being a hero. You ain't got no legs. We're getting to that. <laughs> yes, that yes. No, yeah. no, yeah. no. You're right, Ian. We we both are getting to that. <laughs> I also have a Corey Feldman, but I want to do do your movie, Dave. Uh, I chose the Blues Brothers, uh, and okay, not because I didn't, not because of the quality of the movie, uh, but because for the longest time the Blues Brothers was famously. The movie that had the most crashed cars in it, okay. the most cars destroyed in it. Oh, okay. Uh, it was 104 cars that were destroyed. That number is now like it's dwarfed by. Can you guess who has the Fast which movie? and the Furious? They were they're definitely higher, but they're not the top. 
This oh. this surprised me. Most car crashes. Most cars destroyed. Most cars. Kirby the love bug. Man, no. The Dukes <laughs> of Hazard. Again, no. Transformers. Transformers 3, uh, which surprised me because I was like, those weren't all cartoon cars? <laughs> like, 532 cars. Just make those at a computer. <laughs> I thought they did. I know, I thought that's right? what they did. What are you doing? They built kaiju cars. <laughs> and they God, what a waste of cars. <laughs> it's weird. I feel that about Transformers 3, but when Blues Brothers, it's like, well, I eh. mean... Yeah. <laughs> but it's necessary to advance the plot. It goes a little <laughs> bit deeper than that, though, for my choice of Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers had an animated series yes. that was developed but was never released. Okay. Ah. So I guess in a similar vein to the... Uh, they were the crash precursors to the... Uh, they were the, you know, crash test dummies. Essentially. That's what <laughs> yeah. everyone yeah. has said okay. secretly okay. underground. Yeah, yeah. Tyler? I chose a celebrity. Okay. So like this, like this, you know, the not necessarily the game, but the crash test dummies were a big deal that eventually just fell to pieces. Much like one Tara Reed <laughs> being a big deal who eventually fell to pieces, and now we can reference the Tara Reed nip slip yeah. and get that SEO right yeah. back yeah, up yeah, again. Yeah, but, did you know Vince, the crash test dummy, also has a pepperoni <laughs> nipple? <laughs> <laughs> In the cup one, like the Marcos, where they could curl a crispy on the edges. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, greasy a little, just just just, just, pool just greasy grease. enough. Yeah. Uh, if, if this movie were a Corey Feldman, if this game were a Corey Feldman movie, what Corey Feldman movie would it be? Well, it's not a movie for me. Okay, um, so I've been the way I've been doing these Corey Feldman things is just searching Corey Feldman. Alongside the title of whatever we're <laughs> yep, doing, solid. Yep, I did that too. Uh, solid. And yep. what I came up with this time was, um, oh boy, the cringiest thing I've ever seen. Yikes! It's a uh, apparently in August of this year of 2022. So last last month, Corey Feldman. Yes. Wow. Okay. This is real hot news. Please tell released me it's a JOI video. <laughs> released. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Did you oops? <laughs> <laughs> he released a song called Without You, the letter U. Okay. Mm. Uh, the video features he and his wife, Courtney Ann, going through the ups and downs of being in a relationship. It's even harder to process the video uh, than to... Most of the videos for the Crash Test Dummies banned songs from the '90s. <laughs> this thing, you gotta look it up. You gotta look it up. I, you know, okay. he can't sing. Yeah, I know that. He just yeah. can't. Yeah. And uh, the, the lyrics are terrible, yeah. and the video is cringy. I take back what I said about that he could be Indiana Jones. Yeah. Just after <laughs> seeing that alone. He never Don't get has me to wrong. Sing. Don't get me wrong. He has to sing this because <laughs> no one asked him to sing. I'm telling you. It says it was it, YouTube on YouTube. It says it was released in August of this year. So, and it looks pretty current. Uh, like he did the video with like a. I mean, this was like maybe a decade ago by this point, but it like wasn't like with a bunch of like Playboy models or something like that. 
Um, I don't or maybe it was that. like Victoria's Secret models or something like that. I mean, like it sounds familiar. This was probably done as the antithesis of whatever that is. <laughs> okay, because it's just him and his wife. It's about the aftermath of him making that video. And his wife, <laughs> possibly, <laughs> possibly. I t- take it for what you will. Um, it's hard to watch. I believe and, it. I um, do. I love Corey Feldman. I do. This was terrible, my man. I'm sorry. You're. I'm sorry. Corey, if you're listening, which I'm sure he is, nothing personal, but I hated it and it upset me a lot to see this. (laughs) 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 Nothing personal, but I was attacked (laughs) by your voice and wife. You could have been Indiana Jones in my mind. Until today. <laughs> you could have had that hey cannon, man. You fucked it Sorry, up. Sorry, Corey. I love you, man. Keep it up. Goonies never say die. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Dave, if this movie were 2027, it's on IMDb. Movie, what would Goonies you too. what would you call it? Easy for me. Yeah. License to drive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Perfect. That is a that is a little bit easier. I did but not so easy that I thought of it. Well, license. I, I watched License to Drive as a child, way too young, way too many times. Gotcha. So, like, that's one of those movies where it's like, not a good movie. No. I mean, no. like, I tried to drive places in reverse because of that movie. Like, mm, as a kid, yeah. Like, taking my parents' car in the driveway, trying to do stuff backwards. Yeah, they kind of did the Ferris Bueller thing, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there's like rewatch it because I've watched that movie since then. I swear to you, because this was on like HBO when I was a kid, and I, I honestly probably one summer saw the movie literally a dozen times. So it's like it's in there. Yeah, like it's oh yeah. like it's mm-hmm. those like brain grooves are like real deep like etched in essentially but like i rewatched it it's maybe 10 years ago and it was like man i can't believe my parents let me watch this movie <laughs> where they're creeping on heather graham when she's like asleep in the back seat and it's like man <laughs> just every fucking movie from the 80s and 90s early 90s especially yeah porkies and meatballs are revenge of the urge just yeah rapey as fuck. Rape yeah. culture. Yeah. i think there is a, i'm almost positive that there's a scene where i can't remember which one of them it is but they're they're taking photographs down her shirt while she's passed out in the back seat yeah yeah this was on hbo like it did the day like you know what i mean like i remember watching this in the daytime <laughs> full boob show it <laughs> throw it up there well, they didn't show it, any it boobs. So, they just implied that boobs were there. And it was so fucking normalized. It was, it was real just normal. just all in good fun. Yeah, it was real normal. And I'm glad there's just, that is. It's weird. That it's is, weird. I'm glad that that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. And yeah. I feel bad because I liked Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, no, like, no, and I like License to Drive. Right. And I still no, do. If you, you, could, you could pretend to be a girl's boyfriend and have sex with her as long as you're good enough. Right. Well, the, <laughs> less, the lesson you're supposed to draw from that, that is movie. absolutely the case. And I think that's probably the message that was being sent. <laughs> uh, but seeing some of the, and again, there's a lot of move, old movies, 80s movies, things that I'm never going to not like. Right. But I'm definitely going to acknowledge that rapey shit. Yeah, and I think that's the important thing. Just to say, whoa, yeah. fuck. Cause, Learn and do know, better. That is awful. I'm like watching it. I was watching it recently, at Revenge of the Nerds. I talked about it on the show. I was like, that is fucking awful. Yeah. And I never thought like that before no. until this time of my life when it's people are being made aware that hey shit like that is awful <laughs> yeah and it's like oh i'm making a connection so yeah that sucks but the other stuff is good 
So, you know, I, I'm not saying they're necessarily forgiven for being bad and for doing bad things, uh, but I can't help myself. I like Revenge of the Nerds, you know? It's one of those things. I get it. I get it. I, but I do think the important... Drive. Yeah, I get it. I think, I, but I do think the important part is acknowledging that, like, yeah, that part, that's awful. Yeah. yeah. And probably, you know, not showing it to future generations. No, I feel like yeah. that's another important Let's thing. Just or if you do, can... you have a conversation and you're like, that part, man, was real wrong. <laughs> the, the millennial cut of Porky's is just kids going to school, <laughs> going to cafeteria, and then going home. That's, that's it. it. They go home. Let's make it. <laughs> Dude, Porky's is another one I remember watching. Y'all want to go to a party? No, no, I've got a test tomorrow. <laughs> Now we're playing, we're playing Fortnite. We're, we're doing all a raid in individual houses. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing a raid in Destiny tonight. I <laughs> Tyler, you got a Corey Feldman joint? I do. Uh, something he provided the voice for. So, uh, Minecraft Story Mode. What? I didn't know that. Yep. He, has, he provided a voice in Minecraft Story Mode. That's awesome. So, Good. Uh, Good. Be- because it is Keep a game where you can like also that. blow up and fly to pieces. So there okay. we go. Minecraft right. Story Mode. I, I do. Like, Ian, you're right, man. Keep doing stuff like that. Because, like, I feel like I don't know if – I don't know if – first of all, I don't know if this is true. But I feel like Corey Feldman really appeals to, like, nerdy – Dudes who are like thirty five and up. He's a voice of your. He's a nostalgic voice. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like doing roles like the Donatello role. Like I mean, someone's got to get him back for Donatello. And like I mean, because like he, I feel like he would do really good in stuff like that, as opposed to apparently the song that this was a. I think this was all self produced type of thing. It's just a that really sucks because that sucks. You know, it's like a passion thing. Took it down a peg for me on the Corey Feldman front, but you know, again, I'll always love the guy. And dude, get into voice acting if you're ever going to be famous, like for a certain part of your life, and you think that fame might be fleeting at some. Get together with someone who knows someone in the voice acting industry to do voiceovers for cartoons Mm. and things like that, and you're going to be just fucking fine. I cannot tell you how many actors I've looked up on IMDb and seen voice of 50 credits of just this guy did the voices of all these people in like all these different franchises yeah. or this movie or this that or the well, other fuck, dude, Mark Hamill Mark like, I fucking like Mark Hamill like whole career you would think you know he he people would say well Mark Hamill peaked at Star Wars no, no, he started at Star Wars and be- and peaked as an amazing fucking voice actor. Yeah. Now he could just skate on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I th- I see all the different sides of Mark Hamill and know that he was the absolute epitome of the voice of Joker and you know, he has all this stuff to his credit and it's all voice acting. Mm-hmm. And you don't you don't need, you can wear what I'm wearing, a fucking t-shirt and shorts and go do your voices and Go home. Well, the guy who played Rufio, I can't remember his name. I follow him on TikTok. The guy who did Rufio was also the voice of Zuko. Oh, okay. okay. So he does he does a TikTok where he every week or or month or whatever when he gets his uh, royalty checks, he has a huge stack and he just pulls out a random one, opens it up. Well, here I you know from whatever he's getting a paycheck for. And then just tells the amount, and then shows the flashback to whatever to what it was. It was. It's, oh, that's oh, cool! It's so good. Yeah. Like, so he's like, he's done more voice acting work than anything else. So he pulls out like, oh, you remember Jackie Chan Adventures? I did this, and he shows a clip from that, and then the voice, and you get all of it, and then 
other shit. It's like that's really cool, but cool. Their cancel checks, right? So he cashes many. them. Yeah, he's like, can I eat? What can I eat tonight? <laughs> what can I eat? Steak and lobster, or do I eat Taco Bell? All right, for this, I go a dollar forty nine for this episode of Jackie Chan Adventures. Okay, well, yeah, it's that's a like great. Seinfeld when he gets the five cent checks for like <laughs> do, like being shown on a Japanese TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> but then the voice actor for Azula has done a hundred fucking things. Really, I watched her like she's prolific as well, doing. Everything under the sun. A lot of the Scooby Doo voices were her too. Oh, like oh, all really? the modern Scooby Doo and yeah. Cool. Don't know voice actors were at. I miss Casey Kasem. Yeah. Real bad. Especially since I play multiverses and then whoever bad. did the Shaggy voice in that sucks at Shaggy. I mean, yeah. It's just not Casey Sorry. Kasem. It's just not. <laughs> it's it, I, you're, what never can you gonna, do? you're never gonna what get can it you right. do? Unless you're doing the live action version of Scooby Doo. And uh, you're the guy playing Shaggy. Uh, can't remember his name. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Please no. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer who they got. <laughs> he was fine in that. In that though, no, I'm not saying he should be the voice of oh, Shaggy. But in the movie, I'm saying in the movie, yeah, for a live action version of Shaggy, fine. Lillard's good. good yeah, job. Lillard looks Shaggy. 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 Got the voice and everything. I liked it. But you know, in the game and the cartoons, they're never gonna ever. Get it right. Yeah. Casey Kasem had it's a Casey Kasem. voice of a lifetime. It's true. I still listen to American Top 40 from the 80s on uh, like Sunday morning. We'll go to the, if we go to the grocery, uh, it'll come on one of the radio stations. Really? They, they replay they it. They play That's cool. American mm-hmm. Top 40. I've heard that. Yeah. Just they play it like, are just they normal. doing like they don't the do week? The, like, are they yeah, doing the it? the week of, right. I don't think it's the, like this week. Oh, They're going to say it's like April cool of, fuck. yeah, if it matched yeah. up. Um, but they and they don't play the obviously the old commercials or anything because mm. that was a syndicated show, so the station would pick the commercials to go in. But right? They don't really do many commercials during it, so it's neat to turn on the yeah. radio and still hear Casey Casey. Man, I remember going on. We we used to take long road trips because we live far away from mm-hmm. family, and I remember listening to that a lot. Well, and plus the entire thing going all the way. I mean, pretty damn near. Yeah. I mean, a lot. God though, I would we would listen. We'll listen though, and like they'll do the the letters. Remember, he used to read the letters. Yeah, they would be a long distance dedication. Yeah, those were fucking fake. Oh my god, they were they so were fake. Fake. They had to be. I don't know. I was like seven. When I, I believed heard these, so I that they were real. I had no at the gauge. Time. But the more I listen to this show on Sundays now, the it more seems... I think, holy crap, it's the same shit every week. They just spin a wheel, you know? So this week, it's a long-distance dedication from Brenda in <laughs> Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... Oh, they're all so bad and awful, and the way they're written, it's like people don't actually write like that. Yeah. I don't care if it was like back in the deck in the uh, tail end of the era of writing letters. Uh-huh. People don't write like but that. But what if they? What if the a, a producer editor. or something like edit it? You know, they're like, well, "Fuck, we can't say I want to fuck your tits." What could yeah. we replace that with? <laughs> I I miss you so dearly. Dear Kate, probably <laughs> it's that it was. The letters are definitely written by a producer. Titfuck yeah. writes. Dude. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're like over. You know, censoring titty fucking or you know, whatever. But those were not written by real people. Like yeah, in the world. Brenda from Tulsa, by the way, is my new Steam name. <laughs> but didn't did Casey Casey's family like? 
tear themselves apart over his estate, something like that. I remember it being like a there was huge he, thing there were definitely years. family problems down near well, the end of his he, life. He had a really young, a lot of really young wives, I think, uh, and so I think that whoever he was married to. When he died, he was tit fucked. Was gotcha. entitled to was trying to be entitled to more than his family thought she should, and uh, yeah, mm. same tale as old as time. Yeah. Can we say three good things about the incredible crash dummies? I can try. <sighs> All right, I'm just gonna rip through these. The graphics were fine. The yes. gameplay was good. Mm. I mean, I meant like Gra- graphics. Okay, we all we all can consent. The, control, the graphics was on my the Controls felt fine to me. It was just I'm terrible at these games, so I don't know. Graphics and the color palette, though, I liked it. I thought it was brightly colored. I yes. thought it was easy to see everything, yes. which was nice. Yes, kind of as a change from the Indiana Jones, where like, there was a lot of muddled stuff things. blended into the background. Uh, yeah. yeah, this so, was different. This was good. Very clear yes. graphics, easy to yes. see. Yes, agreed. I could totally tell it was a gas can that I was not supposed to put <laughs> right exactly. with my car. I didn't mind the controls. Really, they just felt pretty basic to me. It didn't seem to have any real problems. I my, hated them. Yeah, yeah, and I hated them because they felt like. They were delayed, and it's delayed, one of, slippery. Some of the yeah, it's one of those things that if I had been playing this emulated, I'd have been like, "Fuck, man, I need to play this on original hardware." I played it on original hardware, and it it's like there's I, I felt like I would press a button and it would take too long for the character to do something mm-hmm. like it felt like and it well, might have been too many dis- animations i think to animate the whole body the way they did which looked With great diff- right but that's a huge like when it's just a yes. torso to do the because he does a wind up the- like he bends his legs like yeah. he articulates at his legs and then like does the thing with your arms when you want to jump real high he, like pulls them back all the way and then yeah he jumps because mario's just got one yeah. arm up and one leg back go. that's it yeah as opposed you, to full right. motion well and you yeah. jump real fast and yeah. the human eye will fill in the blanks you know it's just with any animation right. it's it doesn't matter if it goes from one directly to the next. The brain's going to fill that in. And sometimes that can even be charming. Definitely. You don't necessarily need all those physics. Especially in a, yeah, especially it, in a video. A it didn't have to be Prince of Persia. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, no, right. that's a really good comparison. It is. It really is. Because it is like this easily. Like someone could be like, you know, this is rotoscoped. And I'd be like, mm, okay, maybe. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Because it's like. With it, actual dummies. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Now, yes. <laughs> now I believe it. Um, I thought the losing limbs of the health bar was kind of a unique yes. thing. No, I like that. That's, I, I that's thought that was good list a too. cool yeah. thing. Made sense uh, for this. For it this did. It did. It theme. was at least yeah. something they thought out, and I thought that was okay. I love the health mechanic. It is it kind of. I felt it was kind of weird that we had two video games in 1993 that came out that. This is how they you keep lose track of health. Limbs as health, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the year that Lorena Bobbitt cut off her husband's penis. <laughs> 1993 was the year of dismemberment. <laughs> Think good. about it. Canada. <laughs> Same year that um, Martin Lawrence gave that wonderful monologue about it on SNL and got kicked off forever. <laughs> you know what? Like She cuts off a Billy Packer. <laughs> she throws it out the window. Man. Yes. Everything about, like, so in 93, I was 12 years old. So, like, 
as I was, because man, I was like searching like when that happened. Like as I was, I was like, oh wait, fucking fucking crash this dummies video games ninety nine. So it was plot. Fuck, please God, let Lorena Bobbitt have chopped off John Wayne Bobbitt's <laughs> penis in nineteen ninety three. Yes, <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is the best day ever. And um, I was like, so that made me think because I was like, fuck, I remember being. That's told- the triangle. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Christmas, Easter, and Halloween of dismemberment. That's the triumvirate. <laughs> it's like I'm piecing together this like <laughs> fucking elaborate puzzle. Um, I, so I was 12 when that happened, and I so like I felt like it'd be interesting to ask you guys like what the how the fuck did you like find out about that? Because like I found out about it through SNL and yeah. like all like jokes and stuff. Yeah. Like I didn't even. I, I remember having to like Lorena Bobbitt, the Monica Lewinsky, all of it. Oh yeah, Monica. Yeah. Yep. Well, I was twenty. The news. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like it, we watched shit like CNN, and we watched. You shit had a two-year-old. Like, we were watching the Lorena Bobbitt shit. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one-year-old. One-year-old. So ninety-three. Ninety-three. Yeah, he was one. So yeah, we were getting it through, you know, a current affair and yeah. things, you know, things, entertainment tonight, things like that, big news, yeah, big stuff all over the fucking yeah. place. It was all like John Wayne Bobbitt's dick got talked about pretty much <laughs> constantly uh, for that about six months. Well, I know the jokes and then lasted more when he did porn like, yeah. when he got it sewn back on, right? Porn. And he had to prove himself. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you think he watched Revenge of the Nerds too many times? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably a safe bet. I think she did too. Because <laughs> uh, I have the limb loss mechanic. Uh, I like that there were bosses. A lot of games like this. Oh. I feel like you would just. I didn't love the boss fights, yeah. but it had them. No, I agree with what you're saying. But man, I thought these bosses were really—they were really, really phoned in and bad. Because they—I mean—they had nothing to work. They did an amazing job with only having one episode of content to build this game off of. Yeah. So, granted, they I didn't agree. have shit to work with. I mean, I'm glad it had bosses. I'm glad it had some power ups. I think that you the, know? The, one of my good things was that they had plenty of. There was plenty of ammo. Yeah, the wrenches were of, all around. Like the screwdrivers to regenerate your limbs. I think yep. those were plentif- more plentiful than I'm used to seeing in most games. Yeah. And I think that's also because uh, one of my bad things was there's no checkpoints. So no you're starting, continues. You're, no continues. No continues. You're starting all fucking over. That's why I was safe stating pretty much the entire time. Every time I would accomplish anything, I would safe state and move on yep. because I didn't want to have to go through it again, which just tells you how I felt about the game to begin with. I didn't care enough to want to try again. It just didn't appeal to me. Let me ask you guys this, because I've heard this is a common complaint. Each level has a timer. (sighs) Okay, not a fan. Not a fan of the timer. Did Did it cause a problem for you? I don't like timers anyway. Okay, so it's just the existence of the timer? And the f- well, that and the fact that I feel like it wasn't long enough for a lot of the levels that I played. I felt like it was getting down to the wire too much. And, I, I mean, there's not – collecting the the little discs, the little hazard discs. That do nothing. Which do nothing. Except for the blue one. Except for the blue one, which gives you time. Gives you more time. Um, 
you know, you don't really need to go out of your way to collect anything. So I suppose if you can just run through it and not make and, mistakes, and some you're levels were fine. straightforward like that and had a smaller timer. But then the other huge ass convoluted levels that you could get totally lost in with dead ends and shit. Yeah. There are some levels like uh, the military facility, oh. like that reminded me of home improvement, where it was just like, man, this level's huge and I'm wandering around and I'm frustrated that I've somehow wound up in a spot that I was in. <clears throat> A minute ago, right. and it's like fuck. I just burned a minute going in a big loop, and I don't even know where I'm supposed to go now. And you have to be very careful because there's spikes and acid and shit everywhere. There's there's no like nowhere. safe zone. Yep. Yeah, and they're it was like, like Cat Mario, the way like uh, spikes. Right. All this enemy's movement pattern is different now. Well, it was, so, like, it was like running away from the big rock in Indiana Jones. You never yes. knew what what was around the next corner. Yes. There was no indication until it was right, right on there. top of you. And then you're like, I oh, better fucking remember that. Safe state, go back and, you know, shoot the guy. And they damage you a lot. Oh, yeah. I thought that the invulnerability window was generous. I agree. Because there, there were times where I get hit and was just like, go as far in the direction I think is the right way as fast as possible. But while you're still blinking. Right, yeah. Because, yeah, I get. I had to do that too. Because once you get hit, it's easy to get hit multiple times in a very, very short oh, period yeah. of time. With the very car little... falling on you damages you. Oh well, now God. all the tires you... that bounce forever also yeah, take they explode from, them. from it. Yeah, yep. I fucking hate that. You have to get in that specific sweet spot to avoid getting hit by the debris or the bouncing tires or whatever. Um, and then the, to offset that, you know, they've got the little jumping things where you can shoot everything, mm -hmm. but you only have a limited Very amount limited. of ammo. I mean, you're, they're generous with it, but you need more than they give you if you're going to kill everything. Now, and most things only take one hit, but it's easy to get. Bosses. How many times? They take 20 I, and 30 wrenches. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many times I would hammer that button and then be like, oh, fuck, fuck. I only have a limited amount of, these, of this ammo, you know, because... You do. It's limited. But I'm like thinking if they would just let me have <laughs> throw wrenches ahead of me, that would be... I would rather that the wrenches be do less damage and be unlimited. So and we're back it, to Indiana Jones. Yeah. With the pistol. Yeah. Oh. And then get another weapon that's a limited ammo. There's got to be a that happy medium hap somewhere, be, right? That one is, neither one of those things was good. No. Yeah, you're I, absolutely I, right about that. But like... We're talking about wrenches because you throw you throw wrenches. Yeah, yeah. And um, my big problem with the wrenches is that I couldn't keep the ones that I saved from previous levels because I would try to just avoid enemies or jump on them to kill them because I didn't know when I was going to need these wrenches. Yeah, you yep. could Mario-style so, everything in the game and hit even, it up, and hit Even it though the hitbox is weird on <laughs> a lot of different yeah, enemies. True, right. Well, and plus they come at you so fast, half the time you wouldn't know to jump to get on them in the first place. But then there are sections where it's like, I felt like I just had to chuck wrenches and move. Just keep spamming the wrench button and run forward. That's why I wanted to save them because, like we were talking about, there are segments where, like, you're moving to the right and an enemy, like a dummy on a motorcycle, is coming to you from the left and they're going really fast. Yeah. And it's like, if one hits me, I assume there are more coming. So I just run and throw wrenches and hoping that they're going to hit you. You're them. just trying to burn off as much of the level as you can between 
those things coming at you. Right. Because I know the sooner I clear this section, the sooner I don't have to fucking deal with this car keeps coming and coming or this motorcycle keeps coming. Oh, it's coming from behind me now. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was frustrating. I have, an, I have a question for you guys. I wasn't able to figure this out. The wrenches, the way you throw the wrenches seem to change from sometimes level to level. Sometimes it would circle level. around me. Sometimes it would be two in an arc. Sometimes it would be one straight through. Yeah. And it seemed like they were just, depending on what level you were on, determined how they came out. And I thought that was, I thought it was kind of neat that they changed, but also I was confused. It's a why. Why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because, yeah, I mean, at one point I'm like throwing dual wrenches. And it's like, yeah. that's neat. But like. It'd been cool if, like, did I level up or something? You know yeah, what I right, mean? Like, yeah. I'm just trying to figure well, it out. Well, it would have been neat to do a Castlevania-style level-up system to your wrenches. You know, maybe have them be boomerangs so they come back and they get back in your inventory. Dude, I'm all about times. that. I'm for that. And, like, yeah. you could choose to, like, give yourself, like, more durable body parts yeah. or something. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm it's absolutely possible. It needed a few you know. more options. Yeah. It's yeah. it's very, this game is very surface level like there's yeah. there's not a lot of the most you, unique you balloon like mario i was gonna say the most unique right. part of the power-ups was the airbag when you yes. pick up the airbag and you balloon and you can you have to use that at later levels to go up through like I mean, it's exactly vertical like the mario style mechanic. mazes yeah yeah it's obvious where they got that idea <laughs> like they're not even trying to hide it yep. because like <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's real real obvious in yeah. mario world uh the uh slide mechanic I hated it because if you don't continue, if you don't hold the slide down while you're going under something, if you like let go of the button or your thumb slips or something, you die. Because you or stand, two, up. two legs stand yeah. up. Two, if you're at full health, two legs go off, and you're just. Oh, is that right? Yep. Okay, okay. Yep, you lose whatever legs you. Have. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, either either way, I think that's dumb. I mean, if you're sliding under something, either have the game force you the rest of the way out, like. Whip you out of there, like every or other stop game. Yeah. and just hold there until you push the input again yep. or something. Just don't, don't punish me for my thumb being sweaty. You know what I mean? I agree. Although I did think that it was neat that you could slide at any time. Yeah, I, th I thought that was cool. I, I wish you it find was... soap and oil and slide even further. Yeah, and, I yeah. thought because a, a lot of times, like I love Super Mario games for sure, but sometimes when I'm playing one. I'll die because I'll be like, oh, I bet I can slide down here. And then it's like, nah, not slanty enough, I'm afraid. You know, and <laughs> yeah. I just I just duck down in and front of a group. Yeah. <laughs> About uh any more bad things? I hate that the signs do nothing. They should give you an extra life after you get so many points. That would be nice. It's it's crazy that you don't. Um, I think the music is bad. The music, music, is music and sound horrible. design in this game is some of the worst. Yes, we have the ever sound had. is so fucking bad. This, they got like five sound effects for this game, and the music is annoying. Like I was watching some video that sh that played the Game Boy that showed the Game Boy. Yeah, the music for the Game Boy version was fucking awesome. Really, but the music and the sounds in this game are utter shit. They're horrible. They're and, really bad. And not only is it like bad sounds, it's badly produced. Yeah. So it's like real echoey and real tinny sounding. Yeah. And Dude, I've got in my notes cheap production. Production yeah. felt cheap. Music, sound, cut scenes. Where cut it's like they do bad. these cut scenes that are like single still images. They could have been on which, the NES. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but man, I agree with the sound effects. And it's like it it is it was comical to me. I was laughing because it's like 
obviously they pulled inspiration from Super Mario World with the airbag, mm-hmm. the balloon. But it's like, but meanwhile, like when you hit your head in this in this game, like when you hit your head on a ceiling, it sounds like someone punching somebody. <laughs> like you get like in Super <laughs> Mario World, you get this like soft thud where it's like, th- th- you know, and yeah. it's like that. It sounds right. It yeah. feels right. But in this game, like <laughs> you go off one of those <laughs> springboards and just punch whenever you hit the wall yeah, yeah no it's 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 real it's real bad yeah they it, did like the five sound effects and used them over Dude, and over and the over car and over crash and over. sound is just like fuck man it's everywhere like, everything is a car cr- everything sounds like a car crash everything sounds and like, like it's, it's an angry frustrated dad just like fuck it fine everything sounds like a goddamn right. car oh you like car crash so much <laughs> <laughs> i'll show you crash test dummies uh I think it's very important that you mention the cutscenes look so bad because we just came off of a game that had really, really good beautiful cutscenes, cut yeah. which were stills from the movie, right. the Indiana Jones movies, that were just pixelated a little bit, but they still were very good looking. Uh, clearly, we had the potential here uh, to do better, and we just didn't. So um, I hated that about it. I hated that there was very little about this game really sp- Speaks to the use of cars, you know. Aside from the <laughs> post-boss yeah. levels where we talked about earlier, and aside from the ones that drop on you in the scrapyard, you know, these are dummies that are supposed to be in cars. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I don't feel like it should right. be another another <laughs> fucking bad platformer. We don't need it. One. We don't need it. We never needed this. Um, and if, then, of if, course, the lack of. Checkpoints and all that crap. I just this was a bad game. Yeah. This if if you'll see game. where I have gone in the back and I've dragged out the dead horse again. Yeah. Oh. So I've got my big I've got horse? my bat. Oh yeah. Oh, oh it's yeah. big sprite. It's big sprite horse. horse is back. I'm beating it again. <laughs> oh man, it's stinky. You're you are way too big. You're about the right size when you're a torso. Otherwise, your sprite is too tall. To get, I mean, you just take, you you are, take too you, much screen real yes, estate. Yes, you Agreed. are tall. You're essentially like the Lanky. size of a fighting game character. Lanky, yeah. even. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's rough. Just, it's just I think they probably fit. wanted to have the limbs properly animated, so right. they made you so big, but it ends up being a hindrance. They gave this game yeah. to somebody, designed the levels, that colored the levels, that colored the sprites and pixels, and that person really did a good job. And then... He handed it to the next group of people for sound design and difficulty. And, and they were like, oh, we're out of time. Let's shit on it. <laughs> Let's just rush this fucking out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a real pity. They're only going to make one episode of this show. Come on, we got to do this. I, I meant to mention this when you were asking about the box art at the beginning, mm-hmm. but I thought it was hilarious that on the box art, there's this like, um, there's like this symbol uh, like an award symbol, essentially, or like yeah. the starburst. It's, it's gold, and it says "official product." <laughs> <laughs> this is an official product. I love it. You guys have any uh, achievements? I, well, let's do buy rent birthday. Do, do, do buy rent birthday. Well, and I've got one more thing on my bad list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, Tyler, I agree that they had bosses in this game, but man, they oh, fucking sucked. Yeah, because like fighting these bosses, oh, the army base one. was the fucking worst. Because it's like, here's what you do: throw wrenches at a boss until you're not, so you're out of wrenches, and then try to find the spot to jump on it, and you're not going to really know the first time or the second time, yep. and then even when you figure it out. Sometimes the boss is just gonna shoot you randomly yeah. when you jump on it, and it's just kind of like it's awful. The boss fights are super unfun, but I, 
I think they chose. I think they took some of the toys from the toy line and used them as bosses, which I think is a good idea. Yeah. Like Sideswipe, I think was one of them. And it's like I don't know that much about the toy line, but that I remembered that name. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good idea because a lot of the I felt like a lot of the designs were pretty neat. Um, but yeah, fighting the bosses was. Uh, I I turned on. I looked up Game Genie codes. Turned on the invincibility, and that's the only reason I got through it. I, I mean, I went through and beat it to see it all, but. Fuck it was it was bad. And the the army boss one that flies and shit is even worse because you throw out all your wrenches and you're having to time your jump when it swoops in. Like worst boss in the game. The yeah, no, fuck, well, fuck and all it's, of it. Like the other thing that makes it really shitty is like when you jump on an enemy, uh usually when you jump on it, you kill it in one hit, right? And yeah. you, you bounce off real fast. And it's not a problem because you kill it immediately. Oh. But a boss, when you jump on it, you bounce off of them so fast that it's like you can't really control where you're going. I mean, you kind of can. You have to try to I mean, keep that jump up, trying to move and bounce just bounce over right over. back on them. Because it's at least 15 wrenches and 10 to 15 jumps. That'll kill a boss. That's a lot. It's a Way lot. When everything else is a single hit. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And I get that it's a boss, but I mean, like, fine. If you wanted to take that many hits... Allow me to control the character way better. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I feel like we've got a fun, potentially fun experience. Yeah. But it's like when it takes that many hits and it feels like a slap fight because like I'm struggling to mm-hmm. like land where I need to land kind of deal. It's yeah. like, man, fuck that. That's yeah. not that's not fun not at fun. all. Oh, where, where do you guys find this in the uh, top 100? No. Yeah, the bottom 100? It's in the bottom for me. <sighs> High bottom. Here's what I think about when I ask myself, does it belong in the bottom 100? I start comparing it to games like Home Improvement, which mm-hmm. is one that I feel like it's probably the closest to. Because like I think about Home Improvement, I think about Street Hockey 95. Mm. I don't think this is as bad as Street no, Hockey 95. No, that is still, for me, the absolute... That's, 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 that's the that's worst the game on the system that's for the me at this yep. point. Um, hard Driving? Hard Racing? Hard, I can't remember the name of that car- game. It's hard driving. Hard driving thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's also... I feel like that's different than that. It's just broken. Race driving? Race driving. Race driving. That's, that's it. it. There we that's go. It. <laughs> Man. Because they made a sequel that had a similar, like, similarly two-word generic name, and that always fucks with <laughs> me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's better than all those. Bebe's Kids. I feel like it's on... Bebe's Kids, I didn't feel like outside of the haunted house level, that game was as it's bad, but not as bad as I expected it to be outside of that haunted house level. So, which do you think is I th- better? I think, I mean, it's it's close. Baby's kids is probably better. Okay, I'm a, on the I'm on the, li- side li- on the other side. A little, a little bit. I'm on the other side. Because I feel Just like Crash Test Dummies is a little more playable than Baby's Kids. It's well until like that junk man's level. That the See, very end. I didn't get. To, I didn't. I, I uh, use a level skip yeah. password. I didn't. So I didn't get to. Well, that that whole thing that. is spikes on either side with spears that come out, and you're collecting the balloons. It's like fucking tubular, the whole mm. last level, and you have just so little room to navigate in, and it was fucking horrendous. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm. I I'm it. really. I have invincibility on. And I see that I have my invincibility frames up the entire the entire level. So that that is the the junk junk tower is the equivalent to the haunted house in Baby's, in Baby's Kids. Kids. Yeah. Baby's Kids just gives it to you at like level three. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I guess I probably know where you stand. Then. I'd say I'd say you might put it like maybe two spots behind, and I'm putting like two spots. Ahead. Yeah, we're like in the right we're in the there. same we're in the same, we're in the same margin of error. Yeah, our kids go to the same school district. <laughs> yeah. Um, so better than Cool World. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Than cool I think world. we're pretty Cool World close. is on. So yeah, I guess bottom one hundred for me. I guess I mean it's sort of the probably toward the one hundred ish. Yeah, it's definitely part. on the bad it's, half. Yeah, for sure. I would agree with that, but I don't know. I also haven't played all the games yet. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. But yeah, this is a contender for bottom one hundred. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, we want to see what Flopsy has to say about it. Yeah. What do you guys think Flopsy has to say about Incredible Crash? Dummies. Well, the, while you're looking that up, what do we think? Buy, rent, or birthday? For me, this was a rental. I I loved the property enough that I would have rented this game, and, I, and been sorely disappointed. I'd but have I would have glad rented this game. not to have bought it. Oh yeah, if I got my birthday, I would have been upset. And then also, you can know, I take you, it back and buy something else? You're not going to finish this in a weekend, so you're probably going to have to. Fuck no, you're either going to rent no. it and hate it, or you're going to be like uh, the LJN defender and just keep <laughs> fucking going until I I've got the, to beat this game. The anti nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a rental for me. What about you, Dave? Uh, I'm not proud to say this but it's the truth i think if i had this game as a kid i would have been content to play through it okay i mean so it's a buy or a birthday it's not a buy like i wouldn't like i I wouldn't actively seek it out but if someone gave me this game absolutely i I mean but i also i mean i got a lot i got a lot of bad games as a kid you know what i mean so and it's it's you know, and it's a hassle to return something. <laughs> like it's for me, it was way much easier to be like, "All right, this is what I got. Let's make the best of make it." Make the best of it, sure. And I think that's gonna that's gonna be the case for most birthday games, right? I mean, if you get it for your birthday, you're not going to be ungrateful, and you may not even They're know not what all you're in for. Eggs, so yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> But it is what it is, and it's part of your collection now, at least. That's one thing you can always say about <laughs> yeah, the birthday I mean, present. That, if that anybody's listening true. to this for the first time, Castlevania Eggs is me <laughs> not knowing Castlevania Four, thinking it was Castlevania Eight with my southern accent, made it sound like I was saying Castlevania Eggs. And thinking that the Roman numeral... Yeah, Four was Eight. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't covered that in school yet. <laughs> I've only um, played Final Fantasy Two and Three. I haven't gotten this far. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say that Flopsy yeah mm-hmm. gives this uh, game two and a half stars and that it is probably uncommon. Okay, two and a half stars uncommon from Ian. What do you think, Tyler? Two stars uncommon. Two stars uncommon from Tyler. Well, according to Flopsy, aka the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library, 1991 through 1998, by Pat Contry, courtesy. Once of Monster Mold Mike, now from Shadowy Benefactor. They gave it three stars. I know. That stings a little bit, doesn't it? God. And it's a common game. Well. Okay. It's charming. I do want to. I do want to like skim this uh, synopsis and see like why the word charming is going to be in there. You're right. An endearing representation. Uh, the synopsis really doesn't give me a good idea of why they gave it three stars. <laughs> okay. 
They didn't actually play it. They just liked the commercials. Maybe. You know what? They did mention the PSAs in that synopsis. So, I mean, maybe, maybe the maybe. maybe the weight of the brand had something to do with it. Yeah. You guys have uh, achievements? Um, yes, I what, do. What you got? I have a few, actually. My first achievement is not my Vincent Larry. And to earn not my Vincent Larry... You got to watch the opening scene and realize that the dummies in the game are named Spin and Slick. I didn't know that that had all changed. I wasn't into the toys, so I didn't yeah. know about Spin and Slick. I was like, what the fuck were Spin and Slick? <laughs> Not my Vincent Larry. You saying it like that gave me a title for an achievement you guys are going to have to help me flesh out. I now pronounce now, you Vincent God. Larry. <laughs> Dude, we are we are Vulcan mind melded because that also popped into my. Head. It was the way, Ian, It was the way that you like you fucking like committed to that, and it was the way you said there was something about Adam it. and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Oh, Chuck it, and Larry. It was okay, that. Yep. It was that, and yeah, it totally gave me the yeah. So, okay. <laughs> are we ready for my next one? Please. Okay. This is a long one. Perfect. I love them long. That's what I heard. That's why I wrote this for you. <laughs> Have you heard of a company called Gray Matter? Well, I co-founded it in grad school with a couple of friends. Actually, I was the one who named it. And back then, it just, oh, small time. But we had a couple of patents pending, nothing earth-shattering. Of course, we all knew the potential. Hell, we were going to take the world by storm. And then, well, something happened between the three of us. And I'm not going to go into detail, but for personal reasons, I decided to leave the company. And I sold my share to my two partners. I took a buyout for $5,000. Now, at the time, that was a lot of money. Care to guess what the company's worth now? And to get that achievement. <laughs> Wait, how do you unlock that? You unlock that by <laughs> doing research on this game and discovering that uh, the developer Gray Matter has been defunct since 1997 and that Walter White was probably right to take the $5,000. <laughs> My next achievement. Chico, Little Ben. <laughs> Jasper I have two more They're not as long as that one uh, <laughs> This one is very short It's just a flesh wound <laughs> God Complete any level as a torso Crossing that off my list I had that one <laughs> Merely a flesh wound Be the level just a torso and a head Nice <laughs> I'm invincible Get through the game Using only iframes You're a loony Play this game in Canada There you go <laughs> Wow Just cranking them out We are of a hive mind today uh, And my last one is Lieutenant Dan What are you doing here? I'm here to try out my sea legs But you ain't got no legs Lieutenant Dan and to get that achievement, you get crushed to death by releasing the slide while trying to go under a low part in the game. I'm also going to cross off Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> ain't got no legs, lose your legs, standing up in a tight space. <laughs> Maybe we should start doing round robin. <laughs> we should. So now that I've got one achievement. Tyler's achievements have been decimated. The warning signs, they do nothing. <laughs> Collect 50 signs. Nice. I love that one. Uh, let's see if I think, I've, I think all of mine are intact. All right, first one. You could learn a lot from a dummy. In order to unlock, you could learn a lot from a dummy. Like don't me. buy this game. <laughs> Just don't. There you go. Uh, next achievement is whisked away. In order to unlock Whisked Away, 
get a game over by getting hit by a giant fried egg launched out of a mech shaped like a giant electric whisk. Yeah. Happens in this game. Yes, it does. In between the popcorn machine enemies throwing popcorn at you and the yeah. This I mean, game, you're fighting a guy you're you're ultimately battling a guy named Junk Man. Yeah. You know, it's hob it's just hobbled together stuff, cobbled together stuff. It's I gotta say, man, as much as I hated the boss fights, like I really like that is like some monster party level. What the mm, fuck? Mm, you know mm, what I mean? Like mm, mm, mm. Uh, sorry, I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next achievement. Crash. <laughs> heard that a lot. I heard I on YouTube, I remember what the LJN Defender was like, what is he saying? Yeah, he couldn't figure out. And the then somebody in the comments was like, I think it's crash. Crash. Giraffe. <laughs> in order to unlock crash, hit the target at full speed in the bonus level. Hard to Earning do. an extra life. I don't know if I can. I know. I never I did never it. I never did it. Never did it. Uh, and last achievement I got is, damn boy, he thick. That's a thick ass boy. <laughs> <laughs> in order to unlock damn boy he thick that's a thick ass boy collect the air bag power up that makes you turn into a giant round balloon <laughs> oh, it's oh, like my fuck. dad yelling at me again <laughs> <laughs> oh it's good very good <laughs> how much do you guys uh, think this game goes for Fourteen ninety five. Fourteen ninety five. LJ and Def- Defender got a complete inbox copy for a dollar seventy on Amazon. <laughs> Probably an insider deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know I'm the LJ and Defender, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, twenty four ninety five. Twenty four ninety five. Actual retail value of incredible crash dummies loose on average. According to PriceCharting.com, is at the time of this recording, ten dollars and eighty-four cents. Is it worth it for a collector? I'd pay that. Why not? I'd pay ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yeah. You don't see many. I've games wasted ten bucks on yeah. something. I've bought things that don't actually exist for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that in itself justifies buying this game for ten bucks. Yeah. yeah. You know, also talking about the price reminded me of something I saw on Discord today. Monster Mold Mike posted a photograph of a boxed copy of Arrow the Acrobat. I think it was like for 45. No, I think it was like for 65 bucks or something like that. But that's beside the point. My point is, I think that this game is better than Arrow the Acrobat. <laughs> oh, wow. A better. I would let me. I would uh, rather play Crash Test. I would rather play. Sorry, Incredible Crash Dummies than Arrow the Frustrating Acrobat. in different ways. Yeah, I know that's not that's <laughs> not going to be for everybody. But holy shit, Arrow the Acrobat really Surprise. fucking pissed me off. <laughs> I think because I was expecting something good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Expectations definitely come yeah. into play. I didn't expect a good game from Incredible Crash oh, Dummies. Yeah. So there, you can't be let down. Or you can. Yeah, we just not as out. not as <laughs> let down. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would you give it? I would give it the elastic out on the ears, dirty mall Santa Claus beard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard dirty mall is like Darth Maul. So I was thinking of like Darth Maul as a Santa as a mall Santa. So because at some point, like all the limbs, you'll see that beard come off when you're not supposed to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
Oh my God. Did I tell you guys the story about the whole Santa thing with Henry on I don't think with so. Mystery Science Theater 3000? There was, sorry if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there's an episode of, we were watching Mac and Me, uh, the Mystery <laughs> Science Theater 2000 uh, version, and there's a joke in there. They make a joke about Santa Claus n- not being real. Mm. I almost like had stated like children were listening to this. <laughs> um, but, and like, I laughed and Henry laughed and I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And then um, I, I was like, why are you laughing? And he's like, oh, because they think Santa's not real. I was like, yeah. yep. <laughs> Good ear, Perfect. Perfect. Yep. This, granted, this was like two years ago, so I don't know where he stands currently. Yeah. But anyway. That is pretty that's good. The Santa thing reminded me of that. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you would give this game a pair of glasses, that sums up how you feel about it. What kind of glasses would it be? Uh, those those glasses you find in like Fallout Three in New Vegas that don't actually do anything when you equip them. They don't even give you a plus one perception. They're just sort of there. Mm. That's how this game. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> takes up a slot. All right. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I have for the next game. I have a request, mm. and, and and it's because. There are two reasons. This game came out on Nintendo Switch Online for the SNES, I think, in July, Mm. and we missed it. I didn't even know about it until this week. Um, And also, I'm going to be out of town on a work trip, so it would be nice to be able to play something on the Switch. Uh, Okay. okay. It's Fighter's History, which is like an infamous infamous fighting game. All right. and are we are we good with that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That would be awesome. It would help me out a lot instead yeah. of randomizing something that I won't be able to play until I get back. Sure. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Fighters history. Well, we're at a little over two hours, and it's 9.30. Do you want to call it, or do we want to do a community corner? Yeah. yeah. You, you got stuff to do. Yeah, I got to finish packing, and uh, I got a trip that I'm taking yeah. for work. So um, I, would, I, I hate missing two community corners. <laughs> In a row, but well, at least more for next time. Yeah, that's true. Um, do we have any new Patreon this week? Uh, I think that we, I think that we do, and I meant to send that to you, and I forgot. Would you mind reading the list? Because everyone that's on the, anyone that has increased their donation this month, uh, or started a new donation, is entered into my big toy box contest. Right now, we still only have two people entered. Um, so uh, get your donations in. By the time this airs, you will have two days. Uh, to get it in, that's midnight in your time zone, whatever, by September the 30th um, on October. In the first episode of October, we're going to draw the winner. So, uh, Dave, do we have any new additions to the list this week? Uh, I believe so. We've got Cubicle Monkey. Nice. Who okay. increased uh, their donation. Thanks, Cubicle Monkey. Thank you, Monkey. Cubicle Monkey. Uh, good, good deal. We're going to put you on the list to uh, be drawn for some good old toys. And uh, I have a, I have something really cool, also possibly for next month's contest that's uh, coming up. In addition to toys, we've got something special planned. Mm. I think hopefully it'll work out. Uh, more details on that to come. Waffles, waffles, just 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 waffles. We're gonna make them, send them to you. We're gonna melt butter on them, put syrup all over them, and then stuff them in an envelope and send them. them to you. We're gonna <laughs> fax them to you. All right, uh, but uh, in the meantime, I am going to l- read our FA- FCC-mandated <clears throat> list of executive producers. These are the wonderful people that donate $20 or a month to the cause. Thank you guys so much for this. Yes. Um, 
It's a big help. Every dollar counts, and we're super glad to uh, have you guys feel that we are worthy of this. So I'm going to read that list now, starting with Cousin David Galino, Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Executive Producer Dick Dougie, Cthusiast Jeff Miners, Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link, Joseph Phillips, Game Bug Prime Nathan Eaton, Usurper Grimm, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, Flavor Trek, Karen Landon, congratulations on your marriage. Pinball Archmage Chris Edler, we're sorry you couldn't be on this episode. Platinum member Brett Miller, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Nate from Utah, first time caller, and Drinksmith Joey Webster. Thank you guys so much, and thanks to all of our donors. Uh, every everything you give us, it's just an honor that we are worthy of that from you. And uh, hopefully. If you guys still, again, want to throw another dollar at us, increase your donation, you'll be entered to win some toys from the Toy Box. Uh, we'll get those announced probably next week. What else we got, guys? No. Thanks for listening, everybody. Find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Not SoundCloud, Spotify, all over the place. Let's start. I'm going to register NotSoundCloud.com, okay? <laughs> and, we can, and we can be on there. Yeah. I'm going to do that right it's now. Free downloads. Thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Free Surely. uploads and free this downloads. Is, this is your Patreon dollars at work. Surely not SoundCloud.com. Surely not. Oh, I thought you were suggesting surely not SoundCloud.com, no. which will also register. Do that too. Absolutely not SoundCloud.com. I feel, I feel like not SoundCloud.com is taken. Probably. We're going to find out. We'll find out. God fuck SoundCloud so fucking hard. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> God fuck SoundCloud. That's probably not taken. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, so next week, Fighters, Fighters History. Yeah. Okay. So our uh, our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive. We'll do that track, Fan of the Shorts at tapbox.com. How you guys want to close this out? To the tune of Mm 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 by mm. the Crash Test. Oh, dummies. all right. Oh, what was the tidbit? You, there was it was a literal tidbit that they named the band because a buddy of theirs was in medical school and their practice dummy was called a crash test dummy. Oh. That's it. Oh. When anything mm. special. Oh, okay. You don't think they were trying to cash in on the... They on may Vincent have been. <laughs> Look, I got to tell you, the guy sounds like if Bane were the singer. <laughs> you know, I think he's... I own that album. It's a good album. Yeah, Honestly, there's a album. lot of good songs that they put out. I but I have <laughs> I have trouble with his voice sometimes, and I think his diction, his enunciation is a little bit weird, the patterns that he sings in. And also, two of the songs on that album have to do with kids who have some kind of deformity. Right. And it's like, what's y'all's hang-up? I get it. You're trying to... I get the message, but why make two songs that involve that? <laughs> make, make the song They're from God ends. Shuffled His Feet. Make that part of that song. Just put that in, mm-hmm, <laughs> along with the other three kids, and then you'd have a little bit longer song. <laughs> One more verse. Once there was this kid who woke up and had blue hair, and the people made fun of him. And it was hair. The first kid in the fir- in the song had white hair from being scared from the car accident. And then the then the Powder. next the other song has hair, a blue hair guy. He wakes up with blue hair, and he's real happy about his blue hair until people make fun of him and say he's a freak. <laughs> And that kid? I know a lot more about this shit than I thought I ever would. I went down a rabbit hole with them, too. That, that kid, kid, Ryu from the Breath of Fire series. Was Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so.
So until next time. Tropical Capricorn. Sorry, not SoundCloud.com is unavailable. Shit. Anyway, Gage is like, Gage just messages me and he goes, you didn't, because I've had a shitty week, nothing's gone my way. He goes, you didn't order an elite controller for your Xbox, did you? I'm like, yes, why? He goes, well, man, I'm actually going to get rid of my Xbox (laughs) and I have one of those and I was just going to trade you for that headset you let me have. So you can just send that back. So I get to send that thing back and I still get the controller without having to spend the money. That's nice. So... Yeah, that's the first good thing that's happened to me this week. Sorry, I had to get that on. I had to get that. That'll be our stinger or something, (laughs) I guess. That's great. I'm glad glad a good thing happened.